Hey everyone, this is Taryn. Welcome to the 100th episode of Needless to Say. Turn it up unless you're at work or with your kids because this is going to be bitching. Here it is folks, Needless to Say 100. Welcome back to Needless to Say. I'm Craig, and I am here with Dave and Brad. Happy 100. 100 episode. 100. I had to be nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> you no, didn't have to be. No, I didn't have to be, but I kind of felt I should. Dave, happy episode 31. Yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Feels like 100. <laughs> no, this is it. 100 episodes. We did a hunt. This is a hundredth episode. It's not over yet, so we don't know. If we're <laughs> but- <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. crazy. We've been hyping it up for a long time, and I think we may have made a bigger deal out of it yeah. than we probably should have. But you know what? I think, well, it was a big deal to us. That's why. Yeah. You know, nobody ever thought we'd make 50. If you look at podcast statistics today, most podcasts last about five to 10 episodes. And what usually happens is people figure out, hey, we're not that good at this. Or, hey, we don't have time not, to not do this into, right. Yeah, no, oh, I'm not into it, as, into it as I thought I was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And or they just run out of things to talk about. You know, what seems like a great idea, if you remember back to the roots of the show, we were going to do a Rhode Island-themed yeah. thing, and we were going to keep it local, and that was arguably the dumbest thing I ever came up with. Yeah. <laughs> Four episodes later. Yeah. We the smallest to about- state in the fucking yeah. <laughs> world. <laughs> with a, the biggest news is a furniture guy died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I really want to reunite Nick. the Cardis. I just need two more bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those guys. Your fucking clapboard furniture. That's a, I would have loved it if that's how he died, where the furniture just collapsed the day after the warranty expired. <laughs> fucking Ar- Armenian bastards. <laughs> I once saw one of them because they're... they're, they're main uh, warehouse is right next to a McDonald's and I went into that McDonald's one day and I saw him eating a salad there and that's like going to a strip club for a hug you just don't fucking do yeah. it <laughs> right exactly if you want to know where their heads were at now I don't wish death on anybody but you know what I ain't losing an ounce of fucking sleep <laughs> okay the TV commercials just got one third less annoying yeah. fuck them <laughs> yep stay they, local they babe. did the worst uh, like they did for the longest time they did movie parody and oh. show parody commercials. I remember them doing like they they would South Park. The South Park thing was Top a big Gun. Thing. Yep. You know, the, yeah. One of my favorite things about Rhode Island Comic Con, the first one I went to, is they were giving away these stuffed animals, and it was basically a piece of actual cushion from their couches. They were using this yeah. as a promotional tool, and it was three little stuffed animals of the Cardi Brothers. Come on, sitting, sitting on, on a couch. couch. I've never seen trash bins so loaded with toys. <laughs> I brought insane. it back from Maggie. We had just gotten the dog. And I gave it to her, and she actually really liked destroying and maiming the one that just died. <laughs> Something about the way the light caught his felt-covered yeah. head. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, fuck him. So we'll be at Rhode Island Comic Con this year, yeah. sponsored by Cardi's. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait till the heck can take the plural out of that. Welcome to Cardi. Car- welcome to Cardi. <laughs> And then you know it'll be P. Yeah. Ron right. will be the next one. be like, oh, we give you the P guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet he did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. 
like buy our couches, Pete. He was like that gigantic, overweight, always sweating on the commercials. Yeah, okay. now there's room for him again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet their pee guarantee is they all sleep in the same bed and pee in each other's mouths. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I hate those fucking guys. The worst furniture ever. And you know, not for anything, but Jordan, you can eat a bullet too. So they, the, the Red Sox throw a fucking no hitter. You don't have to pay for the furniture you bought that day. Fuck off! Yeah, that guy's got a gullet like a fucking turkey before Thanksgiving. Have you seen that guy? Yeah, his neck skin hangs down to his old man nipples. <laughs> disgusting. It's just amazing because he's got that skullet fucking yeah. ponytail. Where it's yeah. like, give it up. You're, you've been white for 30 years. Yeah, he looks like the guy from Porn Stars. Well, that's so his the, wife can hold on to something the, while she fucks him in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> My wife pegs me twice this month. You don't pay for that Barco yeah. lounger. But that peg is solid oak. Heirloom <laughs> quality. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the kids. There's a movie theater in my furniture store. And then you can go upstairs to bedding and watch me get pegged by the woman who claims she's my wife. <laughs> get pegged by dead stiff Nick. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that's Rhode Island. That's Rhode Island. <laughs> yep. You know, come to think of it, it wasn't such a bad idea for a show. <laughs> How was everybody's weeks? Sure, it was better than Nick's. But <laughs> I, my week yeah. got better as a result of Nick. Yeah. I'm still enjoying my furniture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Raymore and He's got a memory foam casket. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you weighed more. Yeah. <laughs> I just love memory foam, though, because it moves with you, but he ain't moving at all, man. I wonder if they use those, like, tarps they put in service elevators. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I can see those guys negotiating the price of the funeral. Well, it's, gonna, it's Memorial Day, so twenty percent off. Yep. They have the wake in the in the showroom. You have to walk through seven rooms of displays first. <laughs> <laughs> and the funeral director just follows you from an uncomfortably close distance yeah, while you sit on the couch. You're gonna go pay your specs, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to pay your specs? It's right over here. Check this out. Yeah, but tell them Josh sent you. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I work on commission. Oh, it's sad. Have a seat on this microfiber couch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he doesn't shit. have any stains, even from the deceased. <laughs> we left our brother here for four days to test the durability yeah. of this material. Two squirts of a water bottle and a sponge, and it was as good as new. On sale one weekend only. <laughs> no, it's funny. Now it's just ropey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had this thing for the longest time was nigh ropey. It was Nick, Ron, and Pete, and that yeah. was their big, like that was their catchphrase. That was almost. their catchphrase. Yeah. Nigh ropey pricing. Yeah, it really, it really yeah. took off. Yeah, it, it works really well in a country that's already afraid of Middle Easterners. Let's come up with a catchphrase that sounds like a word like jihad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nigh ropey. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> oh shit. No, I'm just kidding. It's really sad that he's dead. Yeah. Nah, I mean, it's for, for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's terrible. There, this, the funny thing is, this just like came across the wire like three hours but ago. It, but it's big news here. That was the that's the whole point. It's fucked up. It's big news. I saw yeah. a post like a Rhode Island legend died. Like he sold fucking furniture. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't exactly. change the state. Nope. I just love that I have such an irrational hatred of a man. I bought a fucking 
discount clearance section dresser for $179, and I was mad that it didn't last forever. (laughs) (laughs) And I've held it over his bald fucking decaying head ever since. (laughs) Lasted longer than Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next week, we'll be looking for sponsors in Connecticut. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. How was your week, Dave? It was it was all right. I had a an odd week, kind of a lot of different things going on, but <clears throat> excuse me. For the most part, it was, you know, I'm enjoying the baby now. I was getting to a point where she's saying a lot, yeah, but not well. Like if you guys just walked in the house and she's talking to you, you're like, what the fuck is fuck little midget saying to me? Yeah, no idea. Yeah. I know, but some of the things she says and how she says them are fucking hilarious. Toddler talk. I love it. Yeah. So. My favorite two words right now that she says are horse and juice. Because she doesn't have the s down yet. Yep. So when she wants to drink, she runs to the fridge and points and goes, Jew! <laughs> and she's so excited to get a Jew! Yep. Horse is my favorite. <laughs> I just, I, yeah. I'm just flashing back to a few episodes ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah. We may or may not let you in on. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite is horse. She says horse. Now, the baby is 20 months old for all the women that listen, which is our wives. <laughs> for all the guys, she's about a year and a half, almost two. Yep. She says horse the way Tony Soprano referred to his gumare. Yep. She's like, whore. Yep. She doesn't have this, but she's got this raspy voice for a little toddler. She, whore. I'm like, oh my God, my kid's a fucking racist Italian. <laughs> It's and, almost redundant. And He's Ray like, and I are like, no, don't correct her. It's funny. Yeah, don't correct her. Well, because when people come up and be like, oh, what's that? She's like, who are? And they look at us panicked and we're like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a whore. Yeah, she's right. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you ever introduce the word night. stable, it's not stable. It's whorehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Very important that you would put that in her dictionary real quick. But, oh god! But those, every time, but those two words. Every time she says it, it's funny because I know what she's saying. Ray knows what she's asking for. Saying, anybody else walking in the house, be like, what the fuck going on in here? Yeah, Jesus Christ! Why is this kid just running around yelling Jew? Yeah, oh, <laughs> right. It, it, but it's it got me thinking. Like my older two, some of the things they said when they were kids, it still makes me laugh. Like the oldest one, Annalyn, when she talked about coat hangers, called them jack hookers. <laughs> They and then at the whorehouse. Yeah, and then eventually it merged into like coat jackers, which was a little better. Yeah, but Jack Hooker. I was like, all right, all my, right, my kid's nuts. My- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my son just messed up everything. He still thinks we listen to the baby like the the monitor. He yep. still calls it a thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> when we go to the pool in the summer, he's afraid of the horse bees. The horse bees, not horse flies. Or yeah, bee, horse bees. Just things like that. And he sticks I like with this it. kid. Oh, he's yeah, he's <laughs> he's pretty funny. He knows he's funny, like he's a smart ass. Yeah. But like just some of the things he says or has said, and we we try not to correct him because it's just funny. Yeah. You know, he for the longest time his name's Matthew. He called himself Fasu. <laughs> so we still call like he'll he'll get presents on Christmas to Fasu. Yeah. And we thought that was the greatest thing ever. Like, oh, he's Fasu, that's cute. And the baby calls him Mao. Mao, 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 and we're like, "Yep, Fasus can go in the back seat now. Yep, You're Mao. You're Mao now. You are Vietnamese dictator. That's yeah. who you are." <laughs> <laughs> See, I wouldn't worry about her, your baby, like saying Jew when she asks for juice, as right. long as you give it to her. But when you deny her 
Jewish. <laughs> and then she calls you a Jew, then you got to worry. <laughs> so that was my week, is just laughing about how my kids pronounce words. Yeah. And Craig's looking at me like, what's wrong with well, that? Well, that's what I was saying. That's why I like them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have a conversation with these kids and we know what's going on. <laughs> We're all on the same page. You talk the same language. Yep. Hate and stupidity. <laughs> No, <laughs> but I mean, really, that was that was my week. It was just I had a lot of other shit going on, nothing worth mentioning. But that it's caught me the last few days, and I've just been yeah. laughing about it. And I knew you guys would get a kick out of it. So, Brad, how's your week been, my friend? That's pretty fucking awesome. I, I learned a very important lesson today that you can't bust the balls of a ball buster, and also you can't apologize to ball busters without getting your balls busted worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to name names. This sounds like a riddle. <laughs> I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name anybody anymore. I'm not talking about names on this show ever again. <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, I, I I'm still sorry. And uh, but you and your husband are 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 due for something. And <laughs> we're just going to leave that. I'm going to let that stew for a while. Uh, other than that, my week was pretty uneventful. We had my dad's memorial. That went really, really well. Right. That was last weekend. Yeah, yeah. we sent yeah. him off. I know we've talked about this a lot. I don't mean to hype on it. Uh, people don't really want to hear all this. But That's not true. It was a good It was a good event. I think for the first time it, since this happened, my mom exhaled, and that mm. was important. Good. So that was good. Uh, the rest of the week, I don't know, man. I've been watching a lot of fucking DVR shit because it's summer and there's nothing on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I realize I'm at a point where I've... I finally hit the point where I'm ready to teabag Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> and not for fun purposes. I know he didn't enjoy it, that fucking line. You know bastard. you would do it wrong. He's becoming <laughs> the replacement for your favorite recently deceased douchebag. With the card? Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. He, he the, always the networks was. I've noticed are trying to put him in those types of shows so, now. It put him They've got him situations. traveling the world doing he's shit. Got a, he's got a, I was yeah. gonna mention that. He's got a world traveling show where he rides a motorcycle and I just want to throw a fucking thing in the spoke. Yeah. <laughs> You did it wrong, you donkey. Yeah, donkey. But at least he has some background to criticize. Culinary. Oh, he's a phenomenal chef. Yeah. Right, but but he's least... like the Donald Trump of chefs, though. Yeah. He's closed more restaurants than he's opened. Yeah. And a lot of them have gone bankrupt because he overestimates what a neighborhood's interest is in his food. His food is very particular. I think I'm pretty sure you can get yeah. that. You know, sometimes just want to fry a piece of chicken and call it that. And he always adds like 19 other ingredients like they all do you know the, the, how these chefs are they're gonna set themselves apart somehow but i've kind of had it with him i think it started when he did the show about hotels like i get the fact that you travel the world and you stay in a lot of hotels what makes you an expert on hospitality you run restaurants that's one component yeah. of it professional asshole who yeah can cook yeah yep you're a douchebag who also feels the need to strip on camera every time you notice he doesn't mm. wear an undershirt under his chef whites and he's oh. constantly changing on camera like he calls the cameraman over and so yeah, I just want to teabag him. They really, that's it. I just want to dip it in there like like and let it steep like a teabag. I mean, I literally just let it hit the back that thing that hangs in the back of your throat, your uvula. I want, to, I want my balls to hit his uvula, and then I want to pull him out and call him a donkey, and that'll be that. Yeah, but you know that motherfucker would sit up, pick his teeth, and be like, "Needs a little agave, sir." Yeah. yeah. Salt and pepper. He's smitten. He's like, that was bland. Like, Gross. I like your 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 approach, but fucking balls. Yeah. Is that were those frozen? <laughs> Too much salt. Yeah. I was gonna say seasoning is not an issue. Yeah. <laughs> That's from Monday, you douche. Uh, another thing I did. I'm trying to make friends for the show. 
you know, not only just because of 100, but in general. We could tell by the beginning of the show. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I should say I want to make the right friends. Yeah. Okay, so the furniture industry's out. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Raymore or Flanagan are, but I'm yeah. pretty sure they're douchebags too. <laughs> I buy all of my furniture at Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> Come for the furniture, stay for the fleas. It's great. <laughs> But uh, I tried interacting with, uh, there's a wrestler out there. I mentioned him on the show before. He goes by Dolph Ziggler when he wrestles. Oh, yeah. But his real name's Nick Nemeth. And he actually, he calls himself a professional comedian who wrestles to pay the bills. Yeah. And he's actually got a burgeoning stand-up career. And he's the kind of guy who's really trying to get known on that level. He's going to be coming to Providence. Where's he from? He's from Cleveland or something. Uh, but right. the point is he's going to be doing a comedy tour yep. that coincides with wherever they're wrestling. Well, they're going to be coming back around here soon. I'm thinking this would be a great get for us. Yeah. As long as we don't ask him at all about wrestling. I yeah. think we do it from a pure comedy standpoint. Sure. And But I think we can also subtly get some wrestling digs in there. And I think he'd appreciate it. He's a real good guy. He's really funny on Twitter. He's really good with the fans. And so I had nice. a bit of an interaction with him this week. And as much as Twitter's annoying... It really is the best way to get a hold of people. It was it was funny though. Yeah, I mean, you got the response right immediately. Yeah, you know, because it was just funny. Yeah, but it it all worked out. Is he coming? There's a, I know there's an event at McCoy Stadium. No, that's it, not them. It's not. It's a different. No, those okay. are the retirees. Oh, okay. those are the guys. Who well, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They call them the legends of wrestling, and none of them have earned the title. At all. Legends with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> There's ramps that lead to the ring. <laughs> they have to do it at a baseball stadium because they need that stupid bullpen cart to bring them back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> the seventh inning stretcher. <laughs> uh, the only other thing that happened this week, and I'm sure Craig will cover it in his, but Iron fucking Maiden. Folks. Iron Maiden. Yeah, you guys went to Iron Maiden last yeah. night. It was last great. Night. Craig stayed on his feet and not underneath a chair for the entire evening. Yeah, some dude's knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. There was, was none incredible. of that. Whereas none Slayer was all about being combative and who was the biggest fan. Yeah. You know, I know more than you do. Last night was, I, I hate to say it's going to sound corny as fuck. It was like a brotherhood, man. No, it was awesome. Well, Maiden's one of those bands that now I've I've never I've never really given them a good listen. I haven't given them a, like a fair listen. I know I've heard some of their stuff. Yeah, um, but they're a band that's been around a long time. They kind of set the tone for that genre of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like stadium metal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they've been around long enough with the people going to see them because they want to see this band again, not because they feel like they have this overwhelming testosterone they're gonna get out. Yeah, I think they go because like fucking a, they're coming back. They're going coming to back, them. going to see. I went because I had never seen them. Nice, you know, and? I had never seen them before. It was probably it was probably the best concert I've been to. I have a top five of it, concerts. It's a constant rotating thing, but the yeah, two st- this concert went in there. My only complaint about the show was it was too short. Really, yeah. I've seen them play longer. Yeah. How and long did it go? These guys about this ninety is, minutes. About right. so an hour. But this and a half. is a band that could pull off like a two and a half hour oh, show. Easily. And they could. Now, I don't think it was a lack of energy or their age. I mean, they're all in their sixties. No. Yeah. And you know? the drum is seventy. He's seventy years old and he beats wow. the fuck out of these things, man. Wow. Yeah. Everybody talks about the Rolling Stones, but let's face it, the Rolling Stones music is not nearly as no. energetic as this. No, their 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 bass and drum lines are like fifties bebop stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody's nearly as ugly as Mick Jagger. No, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'd put him up there. The the drummer's nose looks like it's one giant nostril. The way it hangs down, 
He looks like he just snorts out of one nostril. He could just pick that thing up and you could just see right into the back of his cerebral cortex. <laughs> They're not lookers, man. You don't play heavy metal because you're good looking. No. no. You don't play heavy metal because you are getting laid. You play heavy metal to get laid because it's the only way you're going to get laid. Yeah. Like some fat hag in the front who's wearing the same outfit now as she did in 78. Yep. I'm just trying to picture the drummer's nose looking like the like the exhaust intake that's like a flood intake on a Jeep. It's just sticking above the windshield. Yeah. His big open manifold on his face. Yeah. It actually looks like, and we're going to talk about this at length later, but it actually looks like something you would find in a tin of meat from England. <laughs> yep. His nose looks like a platypus's ass. But uh, When it's not flying around. Yeah, but the so show right. was fucking fantastic, and nice. I had a blast. And we met a lot of cool people. We met some dude from Can- was down from Canada for the show. Um, nice. Which was cool. Where was he from? Uh, uh, New Brunswick. New Brunswick. Um, but it was just cool. Met, and everybody around us, all the cars around us, we all started talking. And everybody was just, like Brad said, it just turned into a big It was party. a frat party. It was a party. And yeah. there were tons of women there, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not being sexist or anything. It was just everybody had this, like, universal love. Yep. And this is a band, honestly. 17,000 people sold out. Two nights in Brooklyn sold out. Philadelphia sold out in Arena. For a band that hasn't been on the radio in 35 years. Yeah. Yeah. So say what you will about the genre of music, whether or not you like the band, whether or not you like his vocals, it's really irrelevant. The fact is, 17,000 people came out on a Thursday night to sing songs that have never been on the air. Most of them were released before most of the people there were born. Yeah. yeah. It no, it's crazy. He actually uh, brought it up. It was right after, I think, the first song. He yeah. talked about um, Rolling Stone magazine finally gave them like a good review and a good write up <laughs> after all these years. Yeah. And so, but the best part was he was like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they he's never like, needed it no. before. He's like, that's what he said. He's like, look, he's, you know, he puts his arms to the crowd. The place is sold fucking out. Yeah. You, you know, there's just a crowd, a sea of fucking people psyched. You that, know, that's the thing about metal fans is they are loyal to the end. A lot of other genres of music, people come and go. Things, yeah. But when you when these fans find their band and their sound, they stick with it. Yeah. I've seen that like over the years. Doesn't matter who it is, but bands like that, they were they were a big band that no one really listened to, but they they've heard. Oh, I've heard the name Iron Maiden, but they don't listen. They haven't yeah. listened. They know who they were without knowing their music. Yeah. Yeah, I think people, especially in the '80s, they knew the logo more than they sure. knew the music. Yeah, Eddie was the biggest thing. Yeah, he was. He was terrifying when you're six. Right, yeah. you know, yep. you see that thing in you know in a CD store, or a record store at the time, and you're like, "What the fuck is that? I don't want to what, listen and to that. Parent, That's scary." Yeah, but when you get and to your be a teenager, like, you're like, "I want that because yeah. it's fucking scary." And oh, your parents are like, "Don't, I don't want you listening to that." No, what do you mean, "Number of the Beast"? <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, yep. Yep. I, I swear to God, most of my CD purchases happened because there was a parental advisory sticker on it. Of course, there like, was. There was. It was literally the worst deterrent for teenagers ever. Yeah, yeah. You want me the, to listen to this? Slap that sticker right over, or even better cover the actual artwork yeah. with like a sleeve. Yeah. Oh, you're just begging for it That was now. the best thing the Gore family ever did for this country. Right. <laughs> was that one Black Crows album that had pubes on the front? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it, yeah, a- it was on the bathroom floor. Where <laughs> <laughs> so, it belonged. Yeah. <laughs> Worst fucking band. Yeah. Ever. They're up there with the all our other dead friends. Yeah. But you know some of their songs. Hey, little thing. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. their fucking song. I'm just saying. Yep. You know it because of them. Yeah. 
No, true. No, because listening to them is just twice as hard. Yeah, they yeah. were the ba- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were that band in the '90s that were trying to be reminiscent of like '60s, like free love rock. Yeah, and trying to catch that like that vibe. And I made the mistake because they actually mis um, build them. They put them on a bunch of hard rock tours. Yeah, and they had no business there. doing no. that. Yeah, you'd, you'd never be so bored in your life. Yeah, watching no. that fucking anorexic bastard dance up on stage. <laughs> He looked like his legs were going to snap at any given moment. No one would have been surprised. <laughs> no. He was doing yeah. that little fucking fake white boy boogie in the South. <laughs> yeah, but somehow he managed to marry Kate Hudson. Right. You know, it's amazing <laughs> what money does to your day. Yeah. So, yeah, it was funny. Uh, the other thing was yesterday, even though uh, me and Brad and, you know, a bunch of our friends went to Iron Maiden, but yesterday was my wife's birthday. So, happy birthday, Fran. <laughs> <laughs> you happy gave birthday. Her the I'm leaving. Best yeah. present of all. <laughs> yeah. Did she do another? Yes, when yeah. you left. Yeah, I'll be honest no, with you. I, I, felt terrible, I never love but... this show more than when you guys leave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me miss you for next week. But it was funny. Like all week long, I was amped up for like I'm like, all right, you know, it's a hundredth episode. I was excited about it. We, you know, we had skipped a week. Yeah, just to you know, we took a little break to do our thing, and. It didn't go so well for me. I had a rough fucking go at it. I was fucking angry. Brad got a big rant and tirade of like three paragraph tirade of me. No shit. Out of 100 episodes, 98 of them, I've talked about work in my week in review. Yeah. And I'm not going to do that because I'll just tell you, I hate it more than ever. (laughs) (laughs) And then dealt with that. And then uh, my muffler fell off my truck. So that was cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, uh, pools started leaking even uh, worse. Uh, yeah, so things are going good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Come but on, then, October. But yeah, and I was just like having a rough, rough, angry week. And then yesterday kind of made up for everything. We went to Maine and, you know, today I hung out with my wife, went, you know, went out to dinner. We did some stuff tomorrow. We're going to party together. Nice. Have a good time for her birthday. But it was just. Yeah, it was a rough go, but I, so I'm actually happy to be here. It's tonight. weird. We took and one week off, and you think we took a month off? Yeah, yeah. We we had a hard time getting going tonight. We, yeah, we, we did. Could, couldn't get the momentum that we usually have, and I think we're all second guessing the, uh, the the outline a little bit. But you know what? Fuck it. Let's celebrate what this show has become. Yeah, organized the- chaos. Yeah, well, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, if you guys could hear what you haven't heard yet. <laughs> that was actually what motivated us to get going tonight. We, yeah. We had to listen to seven minutes of absolutely obnoxious audio. Yeah, it was rough. It we was need, my fault. We need to stop teasing this unless we're going to play it. Yeah, no. all right. No. All right. Okay. We're not there yet. Well, the truth of the matter is it makes... All of us look bad. It makes one of us look way worse. (laughs) You might recall from a few episodes ago, Craig didn't quite know what a trend was. What you don't know (laughs) is just how far he'd go to prove that he doesn't know what a word is. Now, I will say this about Craig. Say you love him, hate him, you'll never forget him. He sticks to an argument probably about eight, seven minutes too long and yeah. that's exactly what this clip is so you know what dave i am actually 100 percent behind this. uh let me preface it with this if you don't know by now or if you're new here please understand that this is tongue firmly in cheek 
Yeah, so a lot, but a lot, and to, to piggyback on that, a lot of what we do, like we've all agreed, we show up here every Friday because a lot of our motivation is to get each other to laugh. Yes. So sometimes we just keep going and going to get a laugh out of each other. And sometimes, okay, it's some things that maybe not be so PC, but it's still an all all in good fun. PC yeah. was not never the point of the show. No, but no. There, no, are, no, no. there are certain lines you don't cross. However, yeah. because this is a celebration. I'd like to present to you now, because Craig's not going to bring it in. <laughs> I'd like to give to you now the worst seven minutes in Needless to Say history. Pretty sure there was a hashtag for it. You know, like pyramids, hashtag trend. I have the number one. What is? Killing Jews. Um, <laughs> uh, what a, what up? Something tells me I'm going to need this. Yeah. What, a, what well, else you got? Nothing. <laughs> that was a horrible trend. I uh, I don't know if I throw that in the trend bucket. No, <laughs> no. I, I I think I think pegged cuffs on '80s jeans <laughs> is a trend. I think uh, everybody was doing it. Oh, tri- the Russians, tri- tribal tattoos. <laughs> that's a trend. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Exterminating a, a whole race of people. Not a trend. <laughs> That's more of just like one wholesale bad decision. No, that's that's a chapter in a history book, not a post on Facebook. There's a difference. All right. I well was, said, okay. sir. Yeah. What, what else you got, genius? Owning people. All right, moving along. <laughs> what? Wow. Does, These do, were. <laughs> do we have next week's outline ready yet? <laughs> yeah. Craig is sitting you here said, trying to be said, the... Can you turn you, off your own mic, no, please? You said worst trends through history. Not a trend. That was two chapters in a history book. <laughs> trend. Stop talking. If it's got that many chapters... All right, all right. You know what? I'm going to bite because it's his show. I'm going to bite. <laughs> it's not my show. No, it is now because yeah. you're owning this. Yeah. <laughs> this see, what's happening? This is called distancing. <laughs> I've never needed to be anonymous more I than I am right now. Well, I thought it was horrible. Exp- well, of course you did. And I don't think anybody out there is saying, hey, Craig's racist or Craig's anti-Semitic. I think they're saying Craig's fucking insane. <laughs> and he's kind of lost. Not to mention doesn't know what the word trend means. But nobody's surprised that you don't know what the word means. I, mean, I get that. But let me ask you, if there was Facebook back in the 30s and 40s, do you think that killing Jews would be a hashtag? Do you think this is something that people would latch onto, like no. I don't know, like save Harambe? No, I think it would be more like a secretive thing. So it's not a trend. No, no you've already made like, it an underground movement. I'm just Hashtag picturing like, you know, you know what, <laughs> you know what, Facebook creates those things like, hey, oh you, <laughs> someone. Oh. I'm sorry, I had to. It got worse. Oh. It was right there. It got worse. <laughs> I thought it was bad because right I was there. I was thinking about Facebook. Like, hey, your memories from five years ago. It's a picture of you that's all black and white. And you've got a rifle in a like a cotton field. <laughs> oh. I thought that was bad. I don't feel so bad about it. And now. then they make one of those little movies. Yeah, it's with, gonna hard around with, it and with, shit with their stock music. <laughs> <laughs> Like it starts off with a ship sailing into harbor, <laughs> and then it cuts to you in a field, 
Do-do-do-do-do-do. And then a bunch of people goose-stepping. And then, <laughs> and then a heart frame around. Hashtag. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, this is all coming out. <laughs> I can't do it. But I'm going to continue. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> <the> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I do what's said. It still hasn't answered the question about whether or not this is a trend. Oh, Coney 2012. Oh, God. Uh, Prayers for Harambe. We tried to do it. I couldn't. It got so worse. See, I, when I brought this up, I was going to say words like gnarly and rad. Yeah. And and one <laughs> grody and dope, and then you one. You had all mine. I couldn't think. I was trying to. Think I did not have all yours because not I didn't take my... grody and rad, and you just immediately jumped to the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, not not one of us except you said, "Let me pull the worst things for Russian and German history, <laughs> and call it a trend." Craig's brain thing was like, "Oh well, Brad already said neon colored everything. Therefore, I must talk about the extermination of the Jewish people." <laughs> Oh, he picked bell bottoms. I'll go with Jews. Terrible trend. What's le- it's not a trend. It's genocide. Everybody was doing it. No. One person was doing it. One. Just one. He had millions of arms. I'm sorry. Just one person. Oh, don't you apologize to us. <laughs> you saved those apologies. <laughs> For the internet. Oh, oh fuck me. Oh. What's crazy is that if Wayne ever heard this, he'd be like, Holy fuck. Mm. It gets worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. We are the worst people that have ever been in on the my, internet. In my defense. No, no, no. There's, there's nothing you can say. In my defense, doesn't work. Doesn't matter what you say there. You could have Jesus Christ float up behind you and say, he's okay. We, no one's going to believe you. No, I like how Dave's getting all high and mighty like Craig was the only one. There is one person yeah. at this table that didn't use the word or f- Yeah. <laughs> and yet I'm guilty by association. If we if we were actually in George Orwell's 1984, all three of us are going. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. A, it, this was not a good moment for us. No, it was, but none of it. We didn't mean any of it. Like I said, it was all meant to get laughs out of each other. We just kept going and piling and, and on just is what it was. It, yeah, what we were trying to do was make it worse than it could. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> you got to a point where it was like, how you know bad what? can it get? It's already Hold a dumpster fire. Yeah. Let's throw some gasoline <laughs> yeah. on and see how big the flames can go. Yeah, and yeah. that's what it was. It, but like you said. Too. It was funny, not like, not to jump backwards, but like you said, we're always trying to make each other laugh, and that's the biggest thing. And one of the things that got me through that day at work was when I sent that tirade to to 
Brad, I was freaking out. Yeah. I smashed the fucking door handle off the inside of my fucking work van with a hammer oh and then threw God. the fucking hammer into the neighbor's bushes. Oh <laughs> I was losing my mind. But what the best part about but, this that Craig is not mentioning is he spent the week working at a church. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. What the fuck happened? Show, show us where he touched you. Show us where he touched you. We all heard what happens when you spend more than six minutes in a church. He was there for a week. Yeah. And not only that, you were automatically already on your knees. Yeah. That was like a fucking buffet to a yeah. fat guy. What, is, what, what on earth? Yeah. It was just a horrible. It wasn't even actually the job. It was all the other stuff that I deal with on a daily basis with other stores calling me and people calling oh. me to schedule stuff and do things. And it just got out of hand and I lost my mind. I just lost my fucking mind. I thought you were going to tell us that you found a yeah. knee kicker but means I something else at church. In my, I guess <laughs> in the big rant. Laugh that, at that. That was funny. In the big rant that I had. <laughs> yeah, he's in the middle. Apparently, I said something in this big rant that I had that made Brad lose his fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then right there, I was like, you know what? I feel a little better now. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I actually feel better now. That was a pretty goddamn good moment for you. It was yeah. catharsis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> catharsis. But yeah. Yeah, it was at a church. Well, I think this was a good lead-in. We were debating back and forth for <coughs> weeks whether or not to ever play that audio, but... We are celebrating the, the evolution of this show. Yes. And yeah. we are talking about how we started out when we started this fucking thing. And yeah, folks, if you've heard this before, fuck off. We're going to do it again. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the history of how this thing started. More importantly, why it started. And it all happened because Craig was loaded. Yeah. We talked about this in episode 50. I think we're going to do it again. I, I think it all happened because Craig said, I want to do a podcast. He had just started listening to like two or three different podcasts. One big one, one medium one, and one horrendous one. And yeah. he said, I think we can be better than the horrendous one. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, God damn it, you're right. Because I had yeah. also been listening. You know, I, when, when we lost Opie and Anthony. Yeah. And I make it sound like yeah. they died. They no. died. They're not like the Cardis. But... <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate those guys. I, the only way I could bring back a Cardi is if they reunited Opie and Anthony. That would be about it. Yeah, <laughs> I bet they put a leather recliner next to his gravesite. I hope they do one of those weird things that they were doing all over Pittsburgh, where they I were hope doing the gravestones like, a chair, like an actual <laughs> you could sit on it. A stone throne. Yeah, a stone throne. If you lift up the casket, there's two cup holders. But the, the only problem is like three years it would be broken. <laughs> exactly. Which is what caused all this irrational hatred for the car. Yes. It, it just, it never ends. But I think um, when we were all starting the show, we, we had ideas. We were going to make this local. And we were going to make this something that locally we'd be heroes. And then maybe we'd get recognized by local radio or something like that. Yeah. You know? And it, it never quite materialized. We Not by find a name for every the fuck. fucking person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see based on Craig's audio there that we aimed a little bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't just targeting one town in no. Rhode Island. We were targeting most of Eastern Europe. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Was... Oh no! Don't bring him into this. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't have time for that segment. No. <laughs> 
Join us next week. <laughs> but we couldn't even name the fucking show. No, we couldn't. Uh, it was Jiggle the Handle for a while. Then it was Caught in a Riptide, which was just the dumbest fucking thing yep. ever. And I own that. I own that. Uh, then somehow we just said, why don't we just sit around a microphone and fucking talk? Yeah. Let's just do what we do. But do you remember my favorite part of that very first episode with that one giant dick mic in the middle of the fucking table? <laughs> we, we took a break. Because, again, we didn't understand that this wasn't radio and there were people weren't, like, on live listening yeah. to it. It was just a recorded thing. So we're like, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're back, folks. Like, nobody missed us because yeah. they just like, there play. Was, yeah, there was no commercial. There. There, was no <laughs> there was no break. There was no pause. There was no. Yeah. We didn't run to the bathroom or anything. We just said pause. Hit, yeah. the, hit pause on the computer. And then Craig comes back and he starts quoting poetry by Saddam Hussein. Well, <laughs> the whole thing was, it was an inspirational quote. And I read it. And those guys were like, wow. That's like, I ended the show with it. And everybody was like, wow, that was pretty good. Who was that by? And I was like, Saddam Hussein. Because <laughs> it was. It was like a really inspirational thing. And then, and but it was actually Saddam Hussein. <laughs> You know that wasn't him, right? That was someone pleading for their life. Yeah. <laughs> he, he definitely stole it from... Oh, yeah, he <laughs> plagiarized that from someone else. Yeah. Just, yeah. Wait, wait, loosen the rope. What was that last two words? <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> While I whack the bottom of your feet with this fucking bamboo stick. <laughs> Take the water out of his mouth. What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> But we, I mean, we had so many like different ideas and like we didn't know. That was the thing is we were still trying to feel it out in the beginning. Yeah. You know, what's funny is, is I I get to know you and, and, and Brad and, and, and Mike at the time, everybody just from hanging out at your house. And, and that's kind of when I go when I've gone back and listened, it sounded like that's how it started. Like you guys were just hanging out. You're like, why don't we just fucking record this? Cause we're having yeah, fun in it. And yeah. that's kind of, to me, what it sounded like going back and listening with a, a, an objective ear, so to speak. Yeah. We started getting more organized and, and some would say that this was where the show got worse. Other people would say, this is where the show became a show, you know, somewhere in the, within the first five episodes, like we, we can't just babble. It can't just be yeah. one giant weekend review. So should we start this episode over? <laughs> 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 Don't make me carty you. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, when we started doing some outlines, there was a l little bit of structure, but we kept it loose. Like we do, this is the yeah. wrestling episode. This is the music episode. Yeah. This is the one about natural disasters. I don't know what we were thinking. I think a hurricane was coming up to the it was Gulf. The, it was the... Uh it was the hurricanes and the flooding in, oh, in, in Houston, in yeah, Houston yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So we jumped on whatever we thought was a theme. And then eventually we said, wait a minute, we got to do some headlines. That's which is what they were essentially. Yeah. yeah. So eventually it started being like a morning radio show, except that we had to wait a week to deliver the news. <laughs> yeah. And at that point it was no longer news. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it takes, it takes a little, you know, I've thought about this. It takes a little more, you know, foresight and planning because you, you can't just pick on what's, in the news today and talk about it today. Yeah. Because no one's going to remember it. You, you got to kind of target those things that are bigger stories, but not just the same shit you're going to hear everywhere else. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So you can't just be like, oh, well, fucking Donald Trump was standing in front of a stupid symbol this week that wasn't the presidential crest. Like, all right, everybody knows that. What are we going to do with that? It's different. Not yeah. a lot. So, And making fun of the news isn't novel. I mean, there's a billion right. shows that follow the Daily Show model now. 
mm-hmm. Samantha B and there's John Oliver and everybody's doing this already. Yeah. Not to mention Saturday Night Live. Who kind and doing of it well. In. Oliver, John I think, o- does it John, the best. John Oliver is fucking He's good. Great. Samantha B can... Yeah, she I can disappear. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's useless. She, I don't like her. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, no. Well, she called Ivanka Trump a cunt, and I don't think she ever recovered. <laughs> nah, yeah, that was that was because she was her. dumb for doing it. Yeah, and whatever. She is, but I mean, that's not the point. That's you don't not say the point. It. You don't she, say it. Yeah, she wasn't wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's what I mean. She wasn't wrong, but you, you know, gotta, you got like you're on TBS. Yeah, know your audience. And not only that, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd fuck Ivanka Trump. And I'm the I guy really saying would. this. You just heard that fucking clip I just played a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. So know your, know your audience. Well, we yeah. don't have one, so yeah. we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we, whatever's left after this episode should be good. Yep. I, I can't. I can't wait for somebody like Joey down in Virginia being like, "Oh, hundred. That's it, huh?" Yep. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> run, guys. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, watch it. It was adorable. We'd have marble composition notebooks with handwritten notes in it. Now you think Craig can't yeah. type. Try watching him. It's his penmanship. It's like an epileptic at Six Flags whenever he writes. <laughs> Trying to write notes is just an outline of a room. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> So we had no fucking idea what we're doing. But the one thing that I think did represent the turn, we kind of already said it. We buried the lead here. Headlines. Yeah. Yeah. And so to honor that, let's do some fucking headlines. Let's do a couple of headlines. Not even honor that. Like, we're going to do headlines, but that drives a lot of where we end up going nowadays. It's, yeah. It makes, it stirs the the conversation. Sure. I feel like we found that balance of being relevant with the news, but also tying it back to us. And yeah. making it about what we can talk about with any kind of meaning or like we all know what Craig is capable of talking about. <laughs> we, I can't wait for him to lead this segment off. <laughs> I, I got I mean, I gotta hand it to him. You know, for months I've said, you know, you really gotta open up and let the, the audience know you, and now they do. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have to work to get an audience. Yeah. Again. Again. Right? Oh no, we're gonna get an audience, a very different one. Yeah. <laughs> They're all at the straight pride parade. They're yeah. all- they're all at Christie's bar right now. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Before we get into the headlines, speaking of Christie. Yeah, she's she sent us a little something, and I'm excited about it. It was fun. But uh, in honor of our 100th episode, we got an audio clip from Christie and Drunk Charles. <laughs> Here it is. 100 episodes? Who knew anyone would even listen for that long? I found a guy. It's Drunk Charles, and I've been listening, <laughs> and I've been liking. But I swear to God, 100 episodes may be too many. Just kidding. Love you guys. Needless to say, say it 100 more times. And don't. From Drunk Charles. <laughs> and Christy. He was supposed to say, but don't. <laughs> Why, love it. Why do I feel like everyone at that bar, their first name is Drunk? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Drunk Jim. Yeah. I said this years ago that I, w- I had an alarming number of people in my cell phone contacts that are blank from the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's last name was from the bar. <laughs> but Christy's awesome. Christy's been listening since the beginning and she does the. She does the uh, she did. rundown. She did. Well, she, she did. <laughs> Past tense. Nah, she uh, 
you know, she did a lot of stuff for yeah. us. And she's always been loyal. And we talk to her constantly. And she's awesome. So thank there's, you, Christy. There's, I've noticed there's a core group of of, of people, I, dare I use the word, fans, that every time we post an episode or something, these folks, she's one of them, are the first to respond and comment and interact with us. Yes. So I think it's fun to get some feedback from her. And, and I think we've got some stuff from other folks that listen on, on a regular yeah. basis that we'll hear from. But I think that's kind of fun to, to, to hear that stuff. Like these folks are in it. She's in the bar. She's got her patrons in the bar listening to the show, which is pretty yeah. cool. In what? What is it? North Carolina? Uh, Savannah. She's in Savannah, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Two states away. Yeah. You were, you were close. I was close. Whatever. <laughs> I have a fucking map in front of me. I'm sorry. Got you home last would, night, though. Would, would it help? <laughs> would it help if you had a map? There's letters on it. <laughs> <laughs> Who lives in all these rectangular ones? Yeah. <laughs> Should make uh, a Rhode Island version of Alexa called Alexa, right? Oh, <laughs> I there's nothing more, and I mispronounce fucking everything. But there's nothing more that I hate than people from Rhode Island when they try to, like you know, pronounce their R's because they because we don't. They they and try you know, too hard. So you're trying to communicate professionally or whatever it is, and then they say idea. Oh. It fucking drives me bonkers. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> One of my first bosses at the company I worked for, was her name was Linda. And a guy I worked with was from South Boston. It was Her name was Linda when he said her name. And it's the same thing as idea. And I, yeah. I, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, son of a bitch. I just did it. Yeah. Chalkboard. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. See ya. Have a good night. He said chalkboard. We got a whole new t-shirt now. Yeah. <laughs> This will be available by the time the episode hits the air. Yeah. Shit. Chalkboard. Chalkboard. No, it's it's going to come right out with Craig's commemorative stars and bars, needless to <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it's funny that you guys say this because, we, you know, this was we were going to make this a big show. You know, and it's kind of ironic because I want to roll this one right into it because these guys kind of sum it up. <laughs> but... We were going to make it, this into a big episode. We were like 100 episodes. We were going to have guests. We were going to do this. Yeah. We were going to do that. And then we realized, eh, maybe it's not that big a we're, deal. We're back in the same spot doing yeah. the same shit. And it all became, it all came from these guys. Great friends of the show. They're great guys. Love them. But uh, here's Chuck and Brad from the Chuck and Brad podcast. Hey, guys. This is uh, Chuck from the Chuck and Brad podcast. This is Brad from the Chuck and Brad podcast. And we just wanted to say congratulations to, uh, needless to say, for reaching their hundredth episode, it's a big number. There's three digits in there. Yeah, that's that. You know, a lot of people consider that uh, a high number of podcast episodes. Hey, what number are we on on our uh, podcast? I think we just passed four twenty-five. Okay, so that's that's greater yes. than one hundred. So in eight and a half years, uh, when you reach us, well, not if we continue, right, yeah. which we will. Yeah. Uh, when you reach this milestone. Um, you know, that's kind of like more of a, a serious thing, right? Yeah, it's, it's, more of it's, it's like it's like we got bar mitzvahed and you guys are getting brist. Yes, that's exactly right. Like, like we're yes, exactly. We're getting bar mitzvahed and you guys are getting circumcised. Yes. That's how I look at this hundredth episode milestone. That's correct, but right? it's still it's super important. Oh yeah, you oh, got to get circumcised. A lot of diseases to avoid. You got to get to a hundred before you can get to four twenty. Yeah, you can't have a, a bar mitzvah without this circumcision. Right, that's yeah, what I'd point. say. Yeah. Um, so congratulations, guys. You know, there's nothing I, I want to listen to more <laughs> than three 
Well, they're not hillbillies because they're not in the south, mm, right? What, yeah. are they, what do you call They're in Rhode Island, so they're northern hillbillies. What do you call that? I, like rednecks? Does that not work? I don't think they're rednecks. They're they're from the they're they're from the north. You it's know, just kind of like like <laughs> like the like uneducated. Yeah, like they don't right. know anything. Right? Like, yeah, we're surprised they were able to count to a hundred. Yeah, yeah that's right. Their hats oh. are ripped. You know what yeah. I mean? Their t-shirts are old. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, they kind of have that uh, the gruff. You know? I, yeah. So I don't know if there's a term for northern. Yeah, you know what the term for northern hill Hillbillies is? is needless <laughs> to say podcast host <laughs> congratulations Congrats. guys we are proud of you yeah all right uh, so so can, can i jump in with a quick reaction yeah i have one as well thank you to those guys i have three things thanks. to say yeah. thank you to those guys and i think it's funny to hear a ginger midwest mormon make jewish brist jokes <laughs> Although I do know, I think that's the reason Craig liked this so much. <laughs> I think it all kind of comes together now. Um, but, uh, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry. And I was going to say, we could easily make 425 episodes if we wanted to be funny and not enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. But I got to hand it to Chuck and Brad. I mean, you know, yeah. all joking aside, I, I'm really <laughs> looking forward to the moment that they draw pictures of that little promo they did for us and then to do it on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thank you guys. That was thank really you. cool. And by yeah. the way, Brad, uh, I've noticed an increase in swearing lately, and I'm liking it. Yeah, <laughs> I, need, yeah. I need more swearing, so I have a, a, a Brad in arms here. So we got a compatriot. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, seriously, thank you guys. That was got killer. That was cool. Thank you very much, man. <laughs> of course, there'll be the reason why Craig leaves this show eventually. Yep. <laughs> it's already in motion. But yeah. <laughs> I think after tonight we can agree. Maybe not such a loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If they don't listen to that first 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to your new job over at Tell Him Steve. Yeah. All. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So we mentioned we were going to do some headlines. Craig put in this headline today. And the headline itself is pretty innocuous. It's 19-year-old college student opens door of small plane and jumps to her death in Madagascar. A perfectly good headline for the show if there ever was one. <laughs> but what made it killer in the part that you're not seeing, but we're pulling back the curtain on Needless to Say, is that Craig spelled college wrong. <laughs> I knew that. I saw it. I, I saw, I saw it, it. Like, According to Craig, a 19-year-old collage... <laughs> <laughs> somebody's somebody's family memories fell out of a plane yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had a nice little embroidered family tree on it there's some, like little kindergarten graduation pictures tragically fell out of a plane in Madagascar uh, his <laughs> entire high school life in one picture yeah. frame died <laughs> oh shit <laughs> Apparently she was on a. Uh, apparently this girl was on a research trip, for, uh, doing research for a, pro a research project. All right, and she was in Madagascar. I guess that's where all the best research projects happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she was there, and apparently she was failing at her research. Not, you know, it wasn't working out. She was all having right. a tough time, and they said. She had been on the phones with uh, the phone with her parents. She was leaving. She was coming home, and they said her parents would be her parents were being very supportive of her, telling her to relax and calm down. All right, they were flying over this area. They were on a small plane flying over the area, and she just opened, forced the door open on the small plane, and 
tried to jump out and the pilot grabbed her by the leg. No shit. And she kicked herself free. Wow. Of the pilot. She, she was determined. She was determined. Wow. There was no second thoughts like, no. oh shit, maybe I shouldn't do this. She was determined. Wow. And but the the what what got me was that they said she jumped from the plane and they were like they were concerned because the area that she jumped out in is known to have a significant population of predator like large predatory cats. Yeah, the Fusa and, or something they call yeah. the Madagascar. And what I thought was funny was I would be more concerned about the three thousand foot fall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think the cats were the least of the issue. <laughs> Maybe for recovery purposes, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, don't jump. There's cats down there. Yeah, <laughs> not no jump. Don't jump. The the, the ground is three thousand feet away. Yeah, because it was they were at like thirty one hundred, uh, thirty one hundred feet or something when she jumped, and they start talking about the predatory cats in the area. <laughs> Somebody was doing their research a little better than her. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and but what I was saying, I was like. I, it's it's horrible. She's, oh, yeah, you know she's a young kid, and to get that fucked up over it blew me away because I was thinking, what she wouldn't have been able if if she was upset about failing at this research project, how is she going to get through anything else in life? You know, I mean, yeah, I get I, it. At that point, if it wasn't was, this, it would have been something else. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, I'm I don't, saying. I know you didn't go, but collage is tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is. You, you know, get all that different paste. pictures to fit together. Yeah. <laughs> all that paste and that fucking construction paper and shit. So that's scrapbooking. That's different. Yep. And that's also a word you'd spell incorrectly. But <laughs> <laughs> I the think funny thing is, I knew I spelled it right. I spelled it. I knew it was wrong, and I left it. <laughs> so you, you made you two guys, mistakes on one for word you guys, for your entertainment. Oh my god! <laughs> we would have found a way to get you anyway. Would have. I know. Um, but get back to the quote unquote serious portion of this discussion. It's pretty clear that if she didn't do it, then she would have done it. It was the it, first time she got an audit from the IRS. The first or, time her boyfriend broke up with her. The first time something or, would have you know, happened. She got fired from a job yep. or lost an internship for something, you know, because I mean, damn, you're 19. So it's not like this was her fucking thesis. That she was working but on. But at 19, you think that everything's the end of the world. And it might have been. No, maybe, it, maybe there was a scholarship on the line. Maybe maybe, maybe, they, maybe I, it was yeah. going to bankrupt her family. Maybe she would have to leave school. No, they said she fun, she was she had funded everything herself. She was, you know, and maybe her parents were drowning were, in debt. Who and knows? her parents were extremely supportive. So yeah. Well, she's not drowning in debt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she was just destined to show up in one of Dave's classes. <laughs> maybe she oh just God. loved cats. Because <laughs> uh, I know when I want to see my cat, I jump from the second floor and land on him. <laughs> that would be great. Is if they found instead of a suicide note on the seat in the plane, it was an actual research paper about three thousand foot falls. <laughs> <laughs> it's just titled "Gravity Wind." Yeah. Imagine that all- last success. It's all right, and that gets published. Yeah, it turns out she's a success. I saw this comedian once; he killed me. It was, it was basically imagine like being so depressed and suicidal. You jump out of a building. I've never finished anything in my life, and then right before he hits the ground, a bus hits him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh- <laughs> 
a good headline. Collage boy. <laughs> Collage. All right. I think oh. we need. I think we need another palate cleanser. Let's uh, play another bit from one of our uh, our listeners. All right. We got this one from Clay. Oh, Clay, Clay Miles. Miles. Clay Miles. Good friend of the show. Me and Brad have been interacting with Clay for a long time. Yep. You're starting to get to know Clay now. Yep. Uh, great guy. Great comic. Um, he's out of. Is it no? He's out of Maryland. No, right? he's, he's no. He's in Northern Virginia. Northern now. Virginia, but DC yeah. area. Let's DC area, yeah. But he's he's a big comic, and now I haven't interacted with him myself. But he was a big supporter of you guys when you get the show off the ground. Yeah, encouraged you to keep going, stick with it. Yeah, and and, and he's and you've stuck with it, and here we are. Yeah, right. So, Not for anything. Also a mentor and a friend of our own friend EJ Edmund. Yeah, yep. yep. Probably a, a, one of many successful comedians he's mentored i would think yeah, yeah exactly and and clay i had sent him i said hey clay we're doing 100 episodes he's like oh let me do something for you blah 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 and and then i didn't hear from him because and i'm like he's on tour he was actually touring like he was down in texas and in tennessee and he's bopping back and forth and i'm seeing you know i'm seeing him on facebook and i'm not gonna bother him right you he's know, busy. Say, and all of a sudden he's like hey i didn't forget about these guys here it is He's like, I sent you something. Perfect. And this is what Clay sent us. Hey, this is Clay Miles. I wanted to give a big shout out to Needless to motherfucking say <laughs> the podcast that has taken over the nation. I was uh been messing around with these guys for a minute and they are hilarious. And I want to say congratulations on your hundredth episode. I almost said a thousand because that's how many it seemed like because that's how funny you guys are. I'm just saying. All right. I have to watch your show or listen to your show with freaking depends on because I'm laughing so much and I'm a professional comedian. It's a little upsetting, but I love you guys. Keep doing your thing. And I'm looking forward to the next hundred later. That's fucking killer. That was Clay. That's pretty that's cool. Our, yeah. That's and just our, to clarify, though, we don't think we're taking over the nation. No. If you <laughs> listen to Craig earlier, there's an Aryan nation. Probably <laughs> <laughs> gonna, it's, it's never going to go away, right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, if we can't take over your nation, we'll just get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. We had a bunch of other people uh, we should mention. Clay Miles is part of our first network, which was the Damaged Goods Network. And we got to give those guys a shout, too. Uh, you know, it, it was a big part of the evolution of this show. And so right now, I, I think we're on a bit of a hiatus. But if and when the Damaged Goods Network picks back up, you know, we'll be in full support of them. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we can't thank them enough absolutely. for everything they did for us. Clay Miles was and is a part of that network. And uh, it's great to see his career launching now. Uh, that tour he was doing wasn't just a tour. He was touring breweries and wineries. Yeah. So, so like It's he, called the uh, Brewery Tour. It was amazing. Nice. And the guy was basically going to breweries, getting drunk, and doing jokes. And doing jokes. And, and getting paid for it, whereas we just do it for free and get asked to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It really, uh, Clay's a fantastic stand-up. He's a seasoned pro. He's well-known throughout the area. And uh, the fact that he knows somebody we knew from up here yeah, just indicates just how good he is. Yeah. Right? So, Clay, one last shout and a big toast in the middle to Mr. Clay Miles. Clay and Miles. to thank you for the shout. Clay motherfucking Miles. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> it took us 100 episodes. We, you know, Maybe by like 112, 115, we'll get you on. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> See what happens, but you keep buckling up those depends, brother. Yeah. Uh, if you want a deal, you and Dave can go in on a Groupon. I was going to say, I think they're called yeah. definitely now, right? So we yeah, decided. that's right. And that would be a poop on. 
<laughs> so, but that that kind of got me thinking. Just you know, a hundred episodes. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a big deal. Chuck and Brad busted our balls. They're you know four hundred yeah, yep. or whatever. Yeah, they're four twenty five. But it got me thinking about a hundred episodes, and you know, I've been with the show about thirty ish, officially. Yep. A hundred's a big number. I want to put it in a little bit of perspective. Right, so there's some other shows, not necessarily podcasts, that that still last to this day that people talk about that never got 200 episodes. Star Trek was one of them. The original Star Trek never got 200 episodes. Yeah, from the 60s, still talked about today. Columbo, another one. They that hit 68, and then we start to get some of the bigger networks with TV shows. Oz. 56. The Sopranos, one of the best shows ever made, 86 episodes. The Shield was at 89. The Wire hit 60. Entourage, 96. Dexter, 96. Mad Men hit 92. Breaking Bad, which I think a lot of folks would argue is the best show that's been ever made. Including myself. Yes. 62. Huh. Sons of Anarchy hit 92. These are all shows that run about an hour, hour and a half at their best. Yep. That's what we do every week. We've been doing it for 100. Yep. Some other famous things that didn't make it to 100. Rip Torn, Tim Conway. <laughs> <laughs> Doris Day and Carol Channing got close. They got to 97. <laughs> John Singleton only got halfway there. He hit 51 and they called it. I'm just curious. Did you include the pedophile from Glee? Because he only made it to 34. No. <laughs> No. But I just wanted to say no. pedophile from Glee. No. Yeah. And and Mean Gene Oakland, one of Brad's favorites, only made it to 76. Right. We hit 100. I think it's pretty memorable, depending on how you look at it. It's pretty – it's dedicated. It's memorable. It's worth noting. But all those shows that people still talk about never made it to 100, and we've hit it. Should we tap out? But you said Mean Gene. I did. Here's this. Holy balls! That's right. A hundred episodes. Mean Gene. <laughs> yeah. Holy balls. Of all the nice words that are said about us tonight, I think those are the most important. Yeah. <laughs> They're the ones I'll be saying when I go to bed tonight. <laughs> Mostly because they'll be stuck to my leg in my sauna of a bedroom. Well, at least it's not some fat guy's balls stuck to your face in the middle of a field. Right, well, yeah. That or, or, or me teabagging Gordon Ramsay. Honestly, there's been two themes running through tonight. Actually, three. There's been Craig's blatant and and you know disregard of other cultures. <laughs> There's been he's me, just trendy. Me hating furniture people. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brad just Brad's very close and intimate relationship with testicles, both his own and other. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of an intimate relationship with testicles, well, we've. <laughs> I suppose we were. We met these guys in the beginning, and we supported them, and they've supported us since the get-go. And we got a clip, and here it is. This is Cycle. Oh, Cycle. What up, fellas? Gentlemen. Pirate hooker. Congratulations, boys. On your 100th episode yes, of Demons to Say. How'd you do it? Congratulations, you fucks. I'm so surprised you lasted 100 fucking episodes of Brad, but congratulations for the rest of you. You have a miserable uh, existence from now on. Yep. Jay, do you have anything you'd like to say in closing? I'm going to give him a cycle rim shot. Yeah. Hey, fellas. Now I'd like to just say the ever recording skills in the studio with their music is way better. (laughs) 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 Nah. That was awesome. We got that from the guys who did it. 
you know, Kaz did it on his phone. Said there's a video. That's why I pulled it from the video. Yeah. No, and they, they and, sent some audio too. And it doesn't matter. I think the vibe was there. We have what I'd like to call a symbiotic relationship. Yes. We feed off each other's misfortunes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we don't actually do. Uh, we have a good time with them. They're really good guys. Uh, great musicians. We They were our first big interview. And I think that's yeah. why it's extra special that they did this for us. Because we didn't think at the time that being on our show was that much of a get right you know they were a local band but they had no you know some local push and and people know them i mean kaz i've known kaz about 12 years now and he and i have become very good friends and he's known around the area as a musician and watching them create original music to that caliber is tremendous and the fact that they would acknowledge a show like ours is as much an honor as anything yeah exactly i mean these guys are getting played on the radio nationally you know, throughout, yep. I mean, you know, they're being played in Vegas on that, you know, Seth had posted that thing about um, the radio station in Vegas. I don't know what the name of it is because it's in Vegas and I don't give a shit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, no, but like, um, I mean, they're being played across the country. Well-deserved. Yeah. Being played. They're writing great music. They're fucking good. And they're, they're, their new album, from what I get, is their most diverse and their most professional stuff yet yeah and so i i don't doubt it for a heartbeat now i don't know what that shot at me was all about <laughs> especially coming from joe the quiet one what was that all <laughs> that was about? seth that Ex- was not seth was it yeah it was seth well seth stop sounding like joe you're the singer <laughs> yeah. <for Christ's> <laughs> <laughs> now the funny thing is i gotta talk to seth i'd like to get a t-shirt yeah i was gonna say their recording skills tremendous their distribution skills are <laughs> <laughs> You can buy all those those souvenirs, and whether or not you get them is irrelevant, <laughs> over at CycleMusic.com. <laughs> just kidding, guys. We no. fucking love you. Fucking and uh, love we're going to have you back on. We're going to do a regular show with you guys where you just ha- fucking hang out with us. Exactly. And maybe do a little performing because you are a bunch of trained circus monkeys, and you're going to do it. <laughs> and that's that. Uh, no, nice. seriously. Thank you all. Dave, you can't. You got to meet these guys. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. excited. You know, the, the first big interview with a, a you know someone like that that has a little more like you said reach than just yes. someone local. Um now that was the first big interview on the show. I'm curious, I'm going to throw it to you guys right now since you've been here from the start. Some of the favorite things that have happened on the show or that we've said that's going on. I, I want to kind of go around and, and I've got some thoughts of my own. A lot of them since I've joined, but I have a few ideas, but I'm curious what y'all what you guys think is like, what were some of the favorite things that have gone on over the last hundred episodes? You mean like the firsts, like, like the first time we did this, the first sure. time we did yeah, that? Let's, yeah. yeah, go with that. Why not? Because that's kind of how I approach this episode. I, I kind of had the vibe that we should go back and acknowledge the first accomplishments on all different levels. Yeah. yeah. Like we mentioned damaged goods. That was the first yes. time we joined other podcasts and we felt like, you know what? People are we're listening part to of this. a network. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, we are yeah. part of this and we're part of a bigger community. And I think that's one of the things that makes Chuck and Brad so good and so successful is they always embrace the community yes. of podcasters. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, I still hate the term podcast. I will never get used to the term. <laughs> but I like the fact that there is a group of people all doing what we're doing. And we're all trying for the same thing. We're just trying people to hear to get people to hear our words. You know? Yeah. I would say, uh, since I'm already talking, yeah, shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most religious moment for me for this whole thing 
was the moment we had recorded five episodes in the bag and they were sitting there and Craig and I couldn't decide if it was the right time to throw the switch and put them on the web. And I, he would call me, be like, are we going to do it today? We're gonna, oh, no, 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 next week, next week, not today, not today, not today, yep. not today. I was nervous. Just putting it off. I was, yeah. Yeah. I was putting well, it off because yeah. I'm like, we haven't had that great episode yet. I want people to hear. And then finally one morning, it was a Saturday. I was up unreasonably early about, you know, like 11. <laughs> and Craig, Craig had left nine voicemails on my phone. He's like, we're ready. Are we doing this? Are we doing this? And I finally said, fuck it. And I threw the switch. And suddenly we were out there. And then I watched statistics like an hour later. I started checking statistics. And naturally, they were flatlined at zero. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. We haven't really done anything yet. So I created a Facebook page. And yep. I created a Twitter account. I created all that. And then finally, somebody wrote us back. And, and the, the, this stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly. Because our tagline for the longest time has been Does the world really need another podcast starring three guys in the basement? Yep. And according to, at the time, Brad Craig and Mike, yes, it does. And she writes back on Twitter, No, it doesn't. <laughs> and right away, I was like, Fuck you, Morticia. Because she. <laughs> <laughs> She was like one of those like she was like a goth. Oh yeah, you know. Yep. Chick. Wow. But even but, goth people looked at her and were like, "What's wrong?" But it was funny. She was actually like ribbing us. Yeah, you know. And I so I did it back, and she actually was cool about the whole thing. Yeah, but it was still a hell of an introduction to the yeah with but, us. You but know? it was just funny. Yeah. As but in, if you if you think back now, the way the show's going to where it is, that introduction, like that welcome to the to the internet. Is very fitting for this show. Yeah. Like, fuck no, you guys. It, we don't need you. I'm still going to listen. <laughs> no, one of my favorite things. I mean, <laughs> like, talking about first of the episode was Dave's first episode coming in with us. And it was the hopes it was going to be the four of us, and it wasn't. Yeah. You know? Yep. It hasn't turned out that way. Uh, but it was just, you were such an awesome addition to the show. It brought it to a different level, yeah. I thought. We at were at point. a weird breaking point. I yeah. Think. I, you know, and it wasn't just because, I mean, Mike's life, we already addressed it a few episodes ago. Mike's life has taken him in different directions. Yeah. We yes. saw Mike last night. We had a great time with Mike last night at the concert. Yeah, you know? uh, uh, all of our relationship with Mike outside of right now is unchanged. Yeah. 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 It's not. We're, yeah. Exactly. We're, we're having a good time. I just, you know, it's become more clear than ever. I mean, I guess we can acknowledge it now. Mike was invited tonight. Yes. The fourth microphone was set up. Uh, Mike chose not to come tonight for reasons that are his, and then that's that, and, and there are certainly valid ones. Uh, I won't lie to you and tell you I'm not disappointed. I really would have loved to have celebrated 70 episodes yeah. with that we did with him. Yeah. Because there there is no Brad, Craig, and Dave. There is no needless to say if it's not for Mike. Yeah. Okay, because we couldn't have done that show with just the two of us. No. And we couldn't have done what the show became without Mike's input. And so, yeah, I'm disappointed. I'm not disappointed at Mike. I'm just disappointed he's not here because I really did want to celebrate with him tonight. And I'm not going to make a bad joke about this. I j it's just something I sincerely feel. I hope he's listening to this and I hope he knows how much he meant to this show. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. definitely. I, and for me, th that would be one of mine. The first is... is this is going to sound really corny, I think, but and mine didn't. Go ahead. No, well, no, but like you, you mentioned that it was kind of a weird time then. And when I first came to sit with you guys, it was right before Christmas of 2018, and I was kind of in a weird place myself. Like I was just kind of hanging out. I didn't really have like social life connections. And I said to my wife, "I'm like, hey, does does Craig still do that show? 
can I go hang out with them, do you think? And she's yeah. like, yeah, fucking send them a message. So I did, and I fully intended to go to Mike's house and sit on the couch and have beers and just watch you guys do a show. And I showed up, and you guys had a chair and a mic, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're not just going to sit there, motherfucker. And <laughs> you're I, yeah, I know you struggle because you're so fucking shy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Five episodes later, I'm talking about shitting myself, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but- also, correcting us on everything. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it, for me, it, it was it was a strange point in my life. And then kind of coming back and doing it a few times, I was like, oh, this is something I can get into. Like, I have a thing now every week. And I've got these, like, you guys to hang out with and, and Mike at the time. It was just a lot of fun for me. And every week, it's like, all right, I get to go hang out with my buddies and, and do this show. And, yeah. And for me, it was it was feeling like I was a part of something for the first time in a long time. So it, it, for me, that was kind of the, my big thing, I guess. We actually yeah, just extended Matt's contract in Texas <laughs> yeah, for another two yeah. years. So we, we've got you for a while now. Yeah. We're good. He's still uh, recording his one intro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, that's where we're at. I, I think I'm not going to belabor the Mike thing anymore, but I would like to raise our first toast of the evening. Absolutely. To Mike. Yes. Thank you for making this show what it is. Thank you, Bull. And I cannot wait to get your giant cartoon face off my fucking garage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I have a pile of dead moths in here that is more attractive than your fucking cartoon face. Yeah, it was funny. My son always asks me, like, hey, is Mike the guy with the island on his head? He sees Mike's hairline and he calls it an island. (laughs) It's more of an isthmus. Craig, spell that. It's like his mustache, the Isle of Man. This <laughs> is the comb over peninsula. Yeah. It's like the Isle of War. But I mean, I have a ton of, <laughs> I did have a ton of other firsts, which was the like we just list, heard from those guys cycle. Yeah. Uh, that first cycle interview we did with them. Now doing the first one with the fire alarm. When we actually were in the green room with the band, they were performing that night, and we were in the green room with them doing the interview, and the fucking fire alarm in the venue goes off, <laughs> and they evacuated us. Of course. You know? And it was it was just insane. It was also unlistenable because of me. Well, no, because it, it was loud. But it I had a just... microphone there, and you would have thought I was addressing, a, like, with a bullhorn. You thought I would have was addressing. I'm like, we're back live! I'm clipping now. Well, the thing were, you, were you like Joe Rogan like, when he first was doing the UFC fights? He held the microphone and yelled? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, but the thing was, is you couldn't tell, we couldn't hear ourselves. Yeah, that's it was, it was There was a band playing, and we're in the green room behind the stage, so it was still loud. Right. So we're trying to talk to these guys, and, we're, and it was just crazy. It was just a bad scene. But then we went and did a legitimate, and we did a show with them at Kaz's house. Nice. You know, we went yep. there, we did it with the with the band, and it was a great time. It was a great night. They offered us burgers while they were just finishing up their steaks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were quietly moving their plates away, yeah. <laughs> still chewing what was left of those bones. At least even, they made up for it with shirts. But even other things, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love their logo. It looks like a man's bare chest. Yeah. <laughs> Two hairy nipples. You got these cool, wicked cool technology, translucent shirts. <laughs> it's like hypercolor, except it's called no color. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, um, and then, I mean, things like, 
you know, we're gonna make like the guys from Nerdy Hub. We did the show. No, nobody heard it here because we did their show. It was their them. show. Yeah, it was their show. It was we the did Nerd it. Entertainment. It was though. yeah. Let's, the, let's get the well, name right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it, the name it, of the show. Yeah, but uh, doing that show with them was fun. Yeah, that was, was you know, was cool it thing. was us sitting there and doing a show with them, and I was like, this is cool. These guys are reaching out to us to do a show with them, and yeah. And we've uh, got a few others from Comic-Con that we haven't delivered that, on yet. Yeah, we have that to get we have in touch to. with them. There's yeah. at least two shows that yeah. we made friends with. I think we're approaching a year that Statue of Limitations might be up on yeah, that. Yeah, might we'll be up. Say. But I think, uh, I mean, you know, and even that, Comic-Con, doing that was incredible. Yep. And having Michael Rooker just walk up to our booth. That was so and, much fun for me. First of all, for me to watch the videos and yeah. listen to it, that was really cool. But go ahead. And it was just well, the but, best was when Rooker went and he said, "That's the head of a guy who works." And he pointed, yeah. And he pointed his phone to Mike. And he pointed at and Mike. The irony was palpable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we were dying. But I mean, yeah, just, the only thing working was his heart to keep his blood pressure down. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, stuff, you know, like, and we made a bunch of friends there. Uh, we gained a bunch of listeners and some yep. loyal listeners. Yeah. You know, um, it's just, it, it was a great time, that whole thing. And then one of my favorite things was actually our first guest, legitimate, like, in-studio guest was Landfill Charlie. Yes. Yep. I and, love that he qualifies as a guest, but it, but we it's just because we graduated the same year, and then we went to a reunion where I made funny photoshops, and we said, yeah. "Hey, let's hang out." But I mean, he was a guest in the like in on like the show, the first he was outsider, outsider that, that you brought sat in. in on an episode with us, and he was a big fan of the show, and he sat in with us, and it was great. You know, he drove down from New York, up, up. You, I mean, up. I keep saying it. Yeah, he drove up from Maps. New York. Yeah. <laughs> He was in Savannah, South Carolina originally. <laughs> I should have went to collage. <laughs> and took geography. Filmed a biopic. <laughs> that, I'm good. I still argue that to the end. I'm going to argue that with you to the end. But I mean, things like that were just all cool stuff and like I said, meeting people. and I and, think you're and, forgetting one. I think, and nobody acknowledges it as a turning point of this show, but the first time we did the hat. The hat was big. Scenes from a hat was this great improv thing that Drew Carey did on Whose Line Is It Anyway? And yeah. actually, they did it before in England. Yeah. But I mean, That was before, one of my favorite bits on that show. It's, yeah. it's an old improv thing yeah. where to prove that you can riff, but we never done it in the context of a show. Everything was so organized and everything mm -hmm. was the idea well. that we had <laughs> questions we hadn't seen and were able to riff on it and make some of our longest and funniest shows yeah i mean the one and only episode ron was on he was there that night my that was a full basement we had manny there we had ron and we talked about so many different things with no structure whatsoever and that episode flowed beautifully yep yeah and i'm thinking and we've gone back to it about half a dozen times since then and the reason for that is because it lets us kind of flex our creative muscles a little bit and just talk, which is ironic because that was the original spirit of the show. <laughs> yes. It's a way to give kind of disorganization for chaos direction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You you can do something off the cuff with a prompt almost. Yeah. And and it, I mean, I think awesome. we could do the hat every week. If we really wanted to, we could make a hat full of things about the week's events instead of doing the headlines, and we could totally riff on that. Yeah, sure. And, yeah, but absolutely. I don't think we could have 
up until the first time we did it. We were still kind of learning how to do this. So I'm actually feeling really good about the hat. And I interrupted you again because that's something I also did yes. very much so. <laughs> Remember the first time Brad interrupted you? Yeah. Episode one, yeah. minute two. I'm going to stop you right there. It was actually gonna... it was actually four minutes into the conversation where he asked me to do a podcast. <laughs> He's like, at the end of the day, I want to... <laughs> I'll tip my hat to that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, I, and yeah, you know what I mean? You know what I mean. <laughs> yep. It's like a Greatest Hits episode. What yeah. is See, I also enjoyed when we did our first international headlines. Yes. And, and we went to Ghana about the former teacher that had the bar the stool. sex chair. With the, with the wood dildo on it, and he filmed yeah. banging his former student. Yeah. The, uh, not the fact that that was the headline or that it was international, but the guy just owned it. He's like, yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't fuck was, around. He's like, what? Yeah. Well, I sanded it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. No isn't tweezers that, were needed. Isn't that wood treatment called boning? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just all makes sense now. Way to go, Ghana. That's yeah. pegging. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I would love to explain those splinters to my doctor. <laughs> Oh, shit. What'd you do? I went to Ghana. No, say no more. <laughs> Hang out with the teacher while you were there. Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking heck. I think I got one more, and it was a little soupy and sentimental, but I we had the pleasure on the show twice of saying we have a thing, and I put we in quotes, meaning the three of us. Me, Mike, and Craig were probably four episodes into that first five where we were like, this isn't sustainable. Are we going to be able to do this every week? And then we kind of just took the handcuffs off and did it. Yep. And then things got a little strained, and you came on at right the right time, and we got to do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we had two firsts with the same thing. Because Craig and I, I won't lie to you, when Mike started bailing on some episodes and not being into this, and again, not a criticism, just the reality of it, uh, me and Craig are like, I don't think we can do this. And there were a yeah. couple other people we were looking at that might have been able to help out. But none of them could have committed. And even you. I wasn't sure. You weren't sure. Yeah. yeah. Actually, initially, I think I told you guys I could do like every, every other week. week. Yeah. Yeah. You were like my divorced social life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, then, and then you, but then you haven't skipped one. Well, that's because. And we even did an extra show. Yeah. Right. We did the Game of Thrones one in the middle of the week. Yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry I missed that said no one ever. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, but I was able to do every show because because I've got a, a cool wife, and she's like, "Just yes. fucking go!" Like, I I got the kids, I can handle it, no problem. I was like, "Goodbye." A cool yeah. wife with a an absolutely stunning, gorgeous name, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> Pandering, pander, yeah. Right? yeah it's called self preservation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. But you know, it's funny. I think it would be an appropriate time to play this clip because um, I've known Dave for a while. Oh no, and. It was just funny. I always busted your balls right from the get-go uh-huh. about your beard and your flannel shirts. Uh-huh. Right? So, got a little something for you. This is a video. You people are going to get to hear it, but we'll post the video. But we got a little something for you here, Dave. It's a gift. Hey, guys. How you doing? This is Richard Kern. So, Dave, Greg, Brad, you guys have reached 100 episodes. Congratulations. That's huge. You know, it took us like, I don't know, four years to do that. And you guys are already uh, moving on to your next hundred. All right. So, uh, Dave, you wear flannel now. Well, it's good, especially in, in, uh, in the studio because it can get a little chilly in there, right? 
So flannel is always a good option. Al Brolin, is that what best. they're calling you? Is that like James Brolin and Al Borland? Man, just uh, <laughs> be careful you don't take out the Avengers. You know, we wouldn't want that. <laughs> All right. Well, take care. Congratulations on 100 episodes. You guys rock. You got fucking Al Borland to did. make a video. That's amazing. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs> if anybody, that, that was the guy who played Al Borland on Home Improvement. That yeah. was I Richard Kahn. Him. Yeah, that yes. was amazing. It yes. was, it, I've been. I haven't heard that up until now. Yeah. I knew about this eight weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. So excited by this. <laughs> and, 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 and hey, to Richard Carn. To absolutely. Richard Carn. Absolutely, right yep. in the middle. A video. A video. Yeah, that was said, fucking amazing. Sent it from his backyard. He that's recorded amazing. it on his phone and sent it from oh his backyard. My, that's so cool. Now, I, I, I love that also Richard Karn out in Hollywood also called Craig out on his spelling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the funny thing was what happened was that was right. I was talking to him right there and that was when um, Endgame was coming out. Yep. So when I was typing that, I said Brolin and it auto-corrected it uh. to Brolin. So I immediately responded. That's a word. No, no, James Brolin. The guy. Gosh, who, that is not how you spell his name. The guy. The guy who's played. No, no, Brolin Thro- and Thanos. Roland are two different things. Yes, right. but it it autocorrected it to the thing. So I apologized for it. Yeah, you know, because I sent it and then I realized it after I sent it. Like fuck, I'm never I'm getting like, this fuck. now. So I apologized for it, and they were like, "No worries." And then, but then when he did the video. He busted your ball. He out. busted the ball. Yeah. That's amazing. Which was perfect. That might have been the best 50 bucks the show has ever spent. Yeah. And for the record, we spent 38 bucks for the music. <laughs> I, I think yep. it was, was killer. So yeah, good. obviously he's not a listener to the show, but it no. was just, if no. there was ever a way to show you how much we appreciate that you was there, very it was. Cool. Yep. Uh, very cool. Because you could have had a bunch of celebrities that other people know. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, we could have had Wilson for 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean the guy behind the fence. I mean the volleyball from the movie. Yep. <laughs> but it, it's pretty cool that they did that. So for the record, we couldn't get audio from some of our very closest friends, but we got one from Al Borland. That was yep. amazing. Is that, that's why I was like, "Flannel I, never dies, you fuckers." Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "I gotta see." Him. I told Brad, your wife knew. Oh, she knew. Yeah. Oh, your wife knew. Sneaky, I could. Sneaky. I was like, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna fucking be able to take this until fucking then. And I never broke. I never broke. I'm impressed. I, I kept the secret. That's, that all was pretty time. awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I but love it. That goes to show how much you're appreciated, here, uh, brother. It, it, yeah. Well, now I gotta hang out for another. <laughs> yeah. Thirty episodes at, at least. least. I can't wait till he gets Minimum. Barbara Streisand to talk about big noses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> that was excellent. Yeah, Richard Card. Oh, I don't think so, too. And he looks exactly the same. Yeah, the guy hasn't aged a fucking day. No, no, no. yes. Well, I mean, he looked like death twenty five years ago. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Richard. On the off chance you did check us out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure you're too busy recording fifty dollar videos for other pathetic shows like yeah. ours. <laughs> But no, honestly, that was a good one because I've seen some weak ones. Yeah, where they just come in and they say the absolute minimum. Yeah, no, like, he, he, he did a good job. They, yeah. It's like they, he even busted my balls. Well, yeah. he should. Like, you know, and he should. And I, you know, like right away they're like, "No worries, don't worry about it." I kind of really be... hope he listens to that seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Holy shit! I had no idea my name was attached yeah. to this show. <laughs> yeah. Tim Allen was in Public. jail for drug possession yeah. and trafficking. <laughs> 
and he was a less less of a risk than Craig. (laughs) Public apologies coming next week. It's a big scandal. Disney made Disney made public apology. You got to build a memorial. Is what you got to. Disney made Song of the South and hired a cocaine trafficker for their movies. Yeah. And he won't do this. He's be like, oh, no, that's, no. that shows too much. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mr. Whitebird on my shoulder. Imagine <laughs> next week we see Richard Karn hashtags the stove is on. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of this show and my agent dropped me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Fucking uh, Alan Ball comes in out of nowhere and be like, I get you, brother. I tried. I saw I saw Alan. the message you wrote him. I wouldn't have responded to you either. How'd you see the message? Because it was in our mutual account. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a group account. Yeah. And I, I saw what you wrote to him. You started off by calling him Mr. Ba. Well, I had to. No, you didn't. being polite. This guy hasn't earned a mister. <laughs> nah, I was being polite. He barely earned Alan. <laughs> I, he, <laughs> Best movie ever made. I don't know what you're talking about. Birdemic. It stopped being cute, and now it's just annoying. No, Birdemic is fucking still. I made Taryn watch it last week. Okay, that's that's. She's underage. <laughs> it's it's just torture. She just stop it. I would it. I would much rather watch you like tying a dog outside. She just in the kept winter. looking at me, going, "Where are the birds? When are the birds coming out? <laughs> like you're gonna wait a little while." <laughs> We, we work up to that. Yeah. In the meantime, enjoy this completely this is, this, stilted and this unbelievable all, dialogue. No, I was like, this is all character development and plot fucking yeah, Wow, plot. you use those yeah. words, huh? Child abuse. It's fucking child abuse. You're a horrible uncle the best, and a worse I've been, person. I've been trying to get Chuck to watch it for the longest. Chuck's a filmmaker. <laughs> and I've been trying to get him to watch it for the longest fucking time. The fact that we went 40 minutes on Birdemic has to be considered a highlight of the first 100 episodes. We talked about that god-awful movie out of order. Yeah. Like, we kept saying, and then everything we talked about, both Craig and I were like, oh, no, wait, the best thing is. Yeah. The best thing is, the best thing is, if somebody was actually looking for the best thing about that movie, they weren't going to find it. Because we kept telling them in 19 different directions, they'd be, like, scanning the disc, looking for other tracks. Scanning the disc, it's not on it's TV. Not That's true. They, didn't, they did not waste plastic you on this one. You watch it on Hulu or Fire TV, like way in the back, like there's a code for it. <laughs> that movie was pressed in bamboo and that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he can play it in his home country. <laughs> All right. Oh, it didn't shit. make sense when you watched it. In order. No, it didn't. I watched it with Craig and texting the whole time, and that's the only reason that movie worked. Um, yeah. So, Alan oh. Baugh, you missed out on the opportunity to have your largest audience yet. Yep. And I'm going to leave it out there, man. And I'm sorry if this is offending Craig, but I think you've offended <laughs> enough people. You deserve something back. Uh, well, once the... again, thank you to Richard Karn. Yeah. Al, Al Borland. Al Borland. <laughs> yep. My, my flannel hero. Yep. Do we have any more audio clips? Uh, we got a couple. Okay, well, let's play one now just for the hell of it. Yeah, so we do have an audio clip from another friend. One of our favorites. One of our favorites and a a loyal listener, Joey B. Anybody who's paid attention to Facebook knows that Joey comments on everything we say. 
whether or not we want him to. <laughs> Joey's a quality guy. He told me the difference between Uptown and Downtown Warren. Yeah. <laughs> was it one street? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It was two letters, to be honest with you. That was it. Um, in addition to that, he's a big fan of the 4th of July, so he's totally on the top of my list right now. <laughs> but uh, Joey B., we can't thank you enough for everything you've done. I know Dave's got a, a, a few sentiments for you as well. He hasn't met you, but I know he wants to. Yeah, no, I, I want to apologize for the Tiva comments. I know you don't wear Tivas. They're probably Birkenstocks, you, <laughs> <laughs> you kayak paddling, never working a job, but always on vacation looking for Taylor Swift on this heavy metal grounded show. Sorry, Joey B. Love you. <laughs> yeah, the Taylor Swift thing I don't get. I don't get. I, we were at Iron Maiden last night, and he comments. Oh, that's like, it. He's never listened to another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of Birkenstocks because down in in Virginia, he's like Jesus. That's right. He just walks yep. in, and Jesus wore Birks. Yeah, they're, yep. they're cork, so they'll float in the water when he capsizes in his kayak when he's supposed to be working. <laughs> All right, let's hear what Joey had to say. Come on. All right, fellas, put your beers in the middle of the table real quick because I got a quick toast. Needless to say, your podcast fucking sucks. Not sure why we're wasting our time with this damn show when you should just end it now. Nobody listens. Nobody laughs. Just the three of you guys sitting there blowing smoke, vaping, and cracking beers open week in and week out. Not even the crickets that I hear chirping in the background laugh or like listening to what they're listening to. Fuck it, guys. I'm just kidding. You guys are funny as shit, and congratulations on 100 episodes of Needless to Say. Here's to 100 more, boys. Cheers. All right. Thank you, Joey. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Joey, awesome. we'll never accuse you of wearing a neon Velcro strap shoe again. Yeah. <laughs> that was, as we say in the industry, our bad. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I love Joey B. He's yeah, Joey no, B's he's a great he's guy. Into the show, he's into everything we post. It's you know, if like Brad said, if you haven't listened before and you're getting into, we do a lot of ball busting. So yep, it, anyone that listens, you're included. Yep, that's so, it. Yeah. So buckle up. <laughs> so buckle up. Well, you yeah. heard the audio. Yeah, right. He's not shy about no. that. No, <laughs> that's right. Nah, Joey's a great guy, man. It's, it's awesome. going to be Thank a shame. You very much, it's Joe. going to be a shame when his hotel company ships him off to Honduras <laughs> for his for his next change of scenery. But, but Rhode Island will always be here waiting for I you. I just buddy. hope it's not the Dominican. If it is, don't drink anything. <laughs> just or maybe do me. and report back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call me. I'll just ship you crates of freaking water. <laughs> don't worry about it. All right. So that was one of our favorite people. Yep. And, and we treated yes. him with all the respect that he deserved. Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding, Joey. I'm serious. I'm kidding. Uh, we're in a mood tonight. But we should probably talk about some of our favorite moments. We talked about a lot of our firsts. Yeah. A lot of the things we enjoyed first. Obviously, Dave had a different perspective coming in. Yep. yep. But uh, overall, let's start with Dave. Let's talk about our favorite moments on the show. And I, I'm going to task you with something. I, I want you to pick something from your time here and also from before. Oh. I've got a few from when I joined. I, one of the first that I, I thought of was Napokio. <laughs> poor Henry Winkler. Yep. We set out one night to, to find a celebrity we liked, and we trashed him, yeah. the guy we liked, for I love 20 Henry. minutes. 
It was great. I'm watching the new season of Orange is the New Black. Yeah. And they talk about how Henry Winkler is dyslexic. And I'm just sitting there going, no Pokio. No Pokio. I'm sitting on the couch, like staring into the distance, just going, no Pokio. No Pokio. The whole episode was designed to trash Luke Perry. Yes. Who also didn't deserve it. No. Yeah. yeah. No, he didn't. He, he did didn't. absolutely nothing wrong. He Other died. Than- he fucked up and died. Yes. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you go and die on our watch? Yeah. <laughs> but we took him the task, and then Henry Winkler made a very casual admission in passing. Yeah. That, yep. Oh, by the way, I'm an undiagnosed dyslexic, and we ran with that. <laughs> we destroyed Ralph Malf. Yep. We destroyed yeah. the entire coolness factor of the Fonz. And I think we even There's took no shots at Welcome that. Back, Cotter. Yeah. No, we just destroyed him. Like, Winkler's a good guy. Fuck him! And just piled on. <laughs> He's a great guy. I love the guy to death. He's just the most genuine, genuinely nice person you'll ever meet. And you life. love the guy and to death. Slim. If he heard that audio, it'd probably yeah. end that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we'd make fun of him for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I had kind of a three-way tie. Because the things I've been invite, in, in part of, it was that um, when we, we covered the Poor Marv that melted like butter into the Chad Thai the, yep. the, the restaurant below. Bravo. That was yep. that, that and then the story about, you know, us walking into the, the Native American McDonald's. Yeah. That, those were because so, that those generated genuine belly laughter between the three of us. Yes. Where we actually had to stop to take breaths so we could continue. Yeah. What I love about that is that we've finally given you an avenue in which you can tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've been sitting on that, like a hemorrhoid that's waiting to burst. That thing just sat there for years. And you two just poked it. (laughs) Poking hemorrhoids since 2017. I I can't believe that you had, I had never heard this. I don't know you that well until this show, but I knew that that's the kind of story you tell people in mixed company. That's exactly right. And you didn't get a chance to. So if for nothing else, I'm glad we were here to allow you to tell that story. I can tell it unedited. You know, when you're talking to people you don't really know, you you hold back a little bit. Not here. Well, just... well, how your dad immediately saw Native Americans and shuffled you to a bathroom <laughs> and then out an emergency exit. Yeah, that doesn't portray you badly at all. Yeah, it's, it's like, we're going to get out of here. I don't have my scalping knife. <laughs> I would love to hear the same story, but in Japan, where he runs into a McDonald's full of ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would never see him. Yeah, you wouldn't even know. They're hiding yeah. behind the fryer. It would look later. like an empty McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Not Native Americans, though. They were just right out there in the open, yep. just trying to sell Big Macs and make a minimum wage. Uh-huh. And your family came in and completely made them feel terrible about themselves. <laughs> they didn't want to hurt you, other than whatever the food would have done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and I think if I had to pick a favorite, I, I don't know if I could pick a favorite moment from before I joined, but yeah. one of my favorite episodes that I listened to was when you guys did the flashback one. Yeah, 39.5. Uh, yeah, yeah I, think it, yeah, I think it was tagged 40 or something, but it, that was one of my favorites because of how you've, like, you edit in the music and stuff. <laughs> like we you did it like, a, like a cheesy sitcom yeah. with the dream music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just giggled the whole time because I could always picture it. Like almost like I can almost see the episode more than hear it. And just how you bought. I thought that was a lot of fun because it was well, a good way to. Did you see me answering a fake phone? Yep. 
That was easy, we, we talked about that too. One of yes. the dumbest things I've ever done where we're recording and I'm talking into my hand and at one point I got angry and hung up. And, like slammed it with aggression. Slammed the fake phone down. And then at another point, I noticed that I was talking into my hand again. And instead of just stopping, I throw it aside. <laughs> Which was basically was just me opening my fingers. Yeah. But I symbolically tossed the phone aside, never breaking character. All because I was fake talking to Charlie. <laughs> That may go down as one of the worst moments in my life, period. <laughs> show or no show, right? That was not, not a banner moment for me. Oh, it was a fun one to listen to because you got a, a real good sense of all the favorites and fun things that had happened up to that point. So I, I don't know. I just enjoyed listening to it because it was it gets you good gave you a good sense of what the show was. Yeah. All right. So exactly. I, that was my I think that'd be my pick. All right, Craig, what are your favorites? Well, Leaving out the leaving out one obvious one that I think we all agree on. (laughs) Was finally learning what a trend is. Yeah. (laughs) Is that the one? I'm pretty sure our listeners are gonna let you know sooner. (laughs) (laughs) But one of my favorite things was with you know, when Mike was on the show, his progression from pedophile to to unemployed waste to working so hot he can't sit down and talk. Yeah. (laughs) It was an exponential rise, yeah. if there ever was. He went, was for, he went from so... He was counterproductive. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even non-productive. He was counterproductive. He sat on a couch and moved backwards. Yeah. And then he started working numerous jobs, but none yeah. of them really got him going. It was clear that Mike's the kind of guy, when he believes in the work that he's doing... Yeah. He did. And so he's finally got that job now, and now we don't fucking see him. Yep. Yeah. And he's yep. even, I, we saw him yesterday. He was answering his phone. He was doing work things when he was hanging out in the tailgate party at an Iron Maiden concert. Yeah. Like he's fucking into this now, you know? Yeah. No, no doubt. But the he pedophile was, thing is like, bitch owes me money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by is Mike going to have to slap a bitch? <laughs> you know? And by bitch, we mean eight year old girl. You take yeah. her Barbies away right now. <laughs> It was like seemingly every week I'd say something. Oh yeah, a bunch of children were shot down, and he'd be like, "Children." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! It never failed. More consistent than gravity. No, but like, and I, I I said it before, but just the fact of you know, like, uh, at Comic Con and meeting people and stuff, and that was one of my favorite moments. Through you know what I mean? Through all of it, and then I mean, segments is so many that I couldn't. It's tough to pin. I could make a list a thousand miles long, of well a hundred. <laughs> no one would be able to understand it. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are these hieroglyphics? Is this Sanskrit? <laughs> Some there's a Dead Sea Scroll in Brad's garage. How'd that get here? Something tells me if you write something normally in Hebrew, it means something entirely different. <laughs> they read it right to left. He's the only living person in the Western Hemisphere that can write cuneiform. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally, (laughs) give give a monkey a typewriter. (laughs) He'll write this show. Yeah, actually, (laughs) I gotta say, I think one of my favorite developments on this show was one of my least favorite until I heard it back, and that was my ongoing reputation as a homosexual male. (laughs) 
Thankfully, yeah, that, that, that has subsided. <laughs> Nothing against our gay listeners. It's just not who I am. Yeah. You know, you got to be who you are. But it was just so funny. Well, it really was because everything I said just had a connotation. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, and we're like. <laughs> <laughs> that was 90% of the, it was a three episode stretch. Way back. It was in the winter. I remember yep. that because one of them was me being plowed. Yeah. He hired a guy to plow him. Yep. Yeah. I hired a guy to plow me out. And yeah. that was it. And my driveway was clean, yeah. spotless, and roomy. Yep. It was uh, an unfortunate episode that turned out to be something really fucking funny. But then I'm in New York, and I'm looking around for a bar called Blue Ruin, and I found something else. And this all happened. A lot of people think I made that shit up. I did not. No. Okay, I, was, I was getting texts while it was happening. Yeah. <laughs> This was a real thing. I couldn't find this fucking bar because they don't have it. They do now, ironically. You have to but go they, in the back? They didn't. No. They, yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. I almost let that go. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. You're that quick. Uh, I, uh, they have a sign over their place now. It says Blue Ruin. But at the time, yep. they were relatively new. And it was just known in the neighborhood. And so I asked for Blue Ruin. And they sent me this place called Blue which was different. <laughs> Had a video store up top, and it was run by a guy named Vahan. And it was meant as a verb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you and Mike made the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, it, I'm glad we did it. Mm. I'm glad we did the segment. It didn't really portray me in the best light. Because I'm not gay. I Again, I, I think I'm an embarrassment to gay people everywhere. Really? <laughs> it was so fucking they funny. They don't want you. They don't. They don't. Why would they? Yep. I, too much rug burn involved. <laughs> Here's Brad. Nice, but you'll chafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the only other moment wasn't something that happened on the show. It happened on the one night where everybody was so fucking frustrated with cancellations and not doing the outlines and everything else that we didn't do the episode. Yeah. I made the mistake of saying we'd never skipped a week. We did. Yeah. We skipped one right early on in Dave's tenure because we couldn't get our shit together. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yep. And we, it, was, it was a cold night. It was rainy. It was nasty. Nobody was motivated and everybody was pissed off. And Dave was even looking like, he was like, what, what did I just join here? Yeah. And Mike had canceled again. I won't lie about that. It, and, and it was another 11th hour cancellation. We would just fucking had it. And so I said, fuck it. This is snake bitten. We're not doing the show yeah. tonight. Yeah. And I took my family out to dinner at, ironically enough, the Longhorn Steakhouse. Yep. And I was pissed. I asked Melissa. I was pissing blood the whole dinner. I wasn't nice to my kids. I was. It, the whole thing was just off. And then I As got- As opposed to all the other times you're nice to your kids. I'm a fantastic <laughs> father. I'm just kidding. I'm full of love. I get a little bit on you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But I get up to pay the bill. And, you know, they're already walking out to the car to warm it up because it's cold as fuck. And in the bar area of the Longhorn, somebody was wearing our shirt. <laughs> oh shit! And yeah, I didn't approach him because he was in the middle of a big conversation, and I didn't want to be the jitbag that went, "Hey, you listen to Needless to Say? That's awesome." And I wasn't going to say, "Hey, I'm the guy on the right of the yeah. shirt that you're yeah. wearing." So I just let it go. I said, this is your moment. This this justified everything. I called Craig he, immediately. He called me immediately. He was still walking out of the car. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> and we've never Dude. mentioned it on the air. Yeah. We never no, discussed this. But somebody, Rando, in Seekonk, Massachusetts. Yep. At, nice. a, at a third-rate steakhouse that Craig takes his wife to on the regular. 
where typically our fans would be. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody bought our shirt and wore it out in a public venue and on a Friday night. And I said, you know what? Yep. That's pretty fucking awesome. So Yeah, that was cool. Have we arrived? No. No. I love not your even optimism. Close. Yeah. Someone threw that in a dumpster and this dude found he it. He found it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And he also found four bucks to buy the, the, the happy hour beer that they were serving yeah. at the Longhorn. <laughs> he was just trying to layer up. Yeah. <laughs> the Longhorn ice. But it was tea. just it was just cool to even get that phone call from Brad because I heard it in his voice. He was like, dude. You yeah, know, like holy shit, and like you said, this was right after canceling the show. I honestly, I thought like, we were in trouble. Night. I yeah. thought that your presence was not throwing off the balance of what we were doing, but maybe we made a mistake in trying to do four people. Yep, and you know, it wasn't anything on you. I said maybe this is just it, maybe this is it, and so it was. That was a reaffirming thing, and you know, it, it's a little Hallmark movie, but I really don't fucking care. <laughs> it worked for me, and so that was that. But I think we all had one segment. If we all had to agree, since Christmas, when Dave joined, <laughs> yeah, there's one segment that stands out. Uh, yeah, is it is it was it what I'm thinking? Like this was my I think my first episode. If it's what I'm thinking of, it is. You it made is. a hell of an impression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my first yep. official, the first official episode when we announced that you were now part of the show yeah, full time. Like what's fully weird on is the I remember show. I think this whole episode without having to go back and listen to it again. I can tell you the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Almost verbatim. I, I think I know where you're going. Craig? Meat beef. Yes. Yep. yes. <laughs> Fucking meat beef. <laughs> Fucking cried laugh. And the, ironically, I listened to it the other day. Yeah. Just out of the blue, I was like, I was I was driving. I had a long ride. I'm like, fuck, I put meat beef on. I click it. And I fucking was laughing so hard. More, I mean, it's fun. It's such a funny episode. But. I was sitting. I was there. So to me, it was even more like just yeah. the whole thought process. You reliving it through. again. I'm yep. reliving it again. I'm thinking the whole, and it was just so fucking funny. Best man. part of that episode was that all of the humor came from us just reading the article. Yeah, and not just to ourselves. We read it out loud, almost in full. Yeah, I think <laughs> yes. I skipped two paragraphs out of the seven that were in there. Yep, and we read all of the quotes from this guy about his dollar store tin meat or i yep. guess it was a pound store i guess they call it over there yeah but he was at pound tree <laughs> <laughs> but he bought tin meat that was shelf stable in a dollar store and was surprised to find a fucking anus in it <laughs> you had the audacity to be upset that it wasn't high quality yeah, yeah. he was mad because he had said i buy three or four of these and that gets me through the weekend <laughs> buying canned meat and then he opens it and he goes, well, this tastes like meat, but not meat beef. Yes. <laughs> and that was to me the funniest. Part. Oh, no. He said beef. He said, he said, this beef, tastes like beef, but, but not, not meat beef. beef. <laughs> when you're eating something for a dollar out of a tin that looks like a fucking sock puppet. <laughs> like, you, you know what you're into. Exactly. And it was about that big, too. It looked like the cow was Jewish and got circumcised. Yeah. Like Chuck and Brad mentioned. Yep. It, it, Bris- it, 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 it would be a brisket. It looked like an elbow patch. <laughs> a brisket. Yeah. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> 
Oh, God. <laughs> They're going to set up a memorial for all victims of this show. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and for Craig's, the memorial already exists. But our... <laughs> oh, man. What I was saying was this piece of flesh that was inside his can of tin meat looked like an elbow pad from the 70s NBA. Yeah. <laughs> Just slide it right over there. Uh, it looked like Jenna Jameson was tying her shoe. <laughs> it looks like what was left of the guy that didn't shuffle his family out of the McDonald's. <laughs> See, look at that. <laughs> months and months and months later. Seven months later. Still getting some life out of me. Yeah. So I encourage everybody at home, if you haven't checked out episode Meat Beef, yep. do yourself a favor and check it out. It's a good tight 90. But if you can't wait, it's the There's last 20 minutes of this. tight about it. <laughs> oh, no. The, the Meat Beef uh, itself, a little floppy. Uh, yeah, a little floppy. Jesus. That thing oh, still had God. a fart in it. Jesus Christ. I saw it. That's what it sounded like. I would love to open a can of tin meat, listen to it fart naturally, and then just go, mm-mm, good. That's how you know it's fresh. <laughs> when you open it, it goes, <laughs> Yeah. It says it right on the can. This cow was improperly slaughtered just days ago. There's a freshness date stamped right on it. A prize in every can. <laughs> Elbow compression brace. <laughs> <laughs> and it's inflatable. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Holy shit. Fucking Holy meat beef, see? See, there it is. There it is. Alright, oh, Craig, I gotta ask you, do we have another piece of audio? One last one? Yes, we do. We got shade from daddy issues. Nice. If there was ever a piece of audio to close out. Yes. This commemorative episode. It's got to be this one. It's got to be. She's been uh, a friend and a supporter for a long time. Yes. She's part of the Damaged Goods Network. Yep. And uh, a hell of a show. Yeah. Honestly, if you really want to go through your workday with a boner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And let's let's be honest, guys. We all do. Yep. <laughs> and then let's not exclude the ladies. If you're just not damp enough, <laughs> by all means, check out Daddy. No, I'm just kidding. She's awesome. I can't even joke about nah, it. She's so fucking cool. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Good evening, gentlemen. It's Shade Queen from Daddy Issues, and I wanted to personally congratulate you for reaching 100 episodes. At your age, stamina is an achievement, and you guys need to wear it like the badge it is. All those long, hard hours are really paying off. I mean, frankly, I'm impressed. This is probably the first time you guys have satisfied a woman in years. So happy 100, needless to say. All right. I don't think we can do an episode like this without some special thanks. And and we mean this sincerely. We bust balls a lot. 
about people here, people not here, people who are deceased. Yeah, f- the Cardis are not on this fucking list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we do want to thank everybody that recorded some audio tonight for us. Yes. Um, and I'm just going to name a bunch right now. Christy, love you, kid. Really, we, everything you Absolutely. do is, is amazing. Uh, Cycle, the guys in Cycle, we, we we got this back and forth with them, but it's all done out of love. They're yep. one of the most talented groups of people we'd ever want to know whether or not they recorded music. Yes. They're just that fucking cool. Yeah, absolutely. And so we're, we're thrilled that we're becoming better friends with them, and we look forward to many more episodes, not only with their music, but just hanging out just with them hanging as people. Just hanging out with them, yep. Um, I'd like to thank Charlie. Yes. Charlie didn't get enough airtime, I think, tonight. If I had to go back and do it again, I would. Yeah. Landfill Charlie was a fan when we didn't have that landfill charlie was a friend when we didn't have many of them either no landfill charlie is somebody who actually listened to the episodes and would cite quotes yep (laughs) and for that we're eternally grateful i know he's doing his own thing on long island right now we haven't heard from him in a while that just means he's poisoned oh no we hear from him oh yeah we know he's there (laughs) but we don't hear from him as much as we see the product of his his thought process yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Every time he sends a video, I'm like, well, that girl's got a great body. She's got a dick. <laughs> it's, and yet I and still hit play. Yeah. I still hit play. <laughs> yeah. Not just you hit. we hit play. I do the same thing. I watch till the end. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the video is 30 seconds long. I don't stop it at 26 seconds. No. I watch all 30. Which don't would full. be the best option. So, yeah. right? <laughs> so for 28 seconds, I'm like, I fucking love Charlie. For two seconds, I want to fucking throttle him. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for you to meet him. Uh, <laughs> I can love Charlie. What, what Charlie's going to reveal on is he's going to get up here and he's going to try to whip out his dick and it's just going to be a big vagina. In his <laughs> and I, I think that'll be worth watching for sure. Um, but yeah, Charlie, stop with that. I know what the big reveal is. Just cut the shit out. <laughs> the one today, she was caressing it. It was like yeah. the last 12 seconds of that video. Right? It's like she was peeling a banana. <laughs> Backwards. Um, we got to thank our friends at Grand Evolution. Yes. One of the early bands we met, ironically enough, with Cycle. Uh, they hooked us up with all their music and all their swag. Well, and, yeah. And, and I, I feel like we need to promote them more. So yep. consider that a resolution for the next hundred. Grand Evolution is an immensely talented local band. If you don't like them, you're wrong. Go check them out. Uh, I want to thank Manny. And Craig, Sometimes I'm going to let you take Manny. it from here because I think we have a lot of the same people from this point forward. We do. Sometimes Manny, he was uh, he was out in the beginning. Sometimes, sometimes and that's where it came in. <laughs> uh, great friend of mine, one of my best friends, love him to death. Thanks for all the shit that you dealt and had to put up with us, <laughs> you know, dealt with and put up with. But of course, uh, Chuck and Brad from the Chuck and Brad podcast. Yep, uh, very supportive. Great group of guys. You know, with with them, we've reached a lot of other people through them. Yeah. Which has been fantastic, you know, and they're just talented guys. They're good at what they do, and they've helped us out a lot. Also, other people that we've had on the show that Matt, Matt, our friend Matt from that's down in Texas, Matt from Virginia, formerly of Rhode Island and Massachusetts, now in Texas. Yep. (laughs) And Kayla, for that matter, and Kayla on recently. Yep. Your wife. Yeah. Mrs. Brad, Melissa, like to thank her for. Sitting in when we, when when Mike did his first couple of cancellations, you know, me and Brad did an episode by ourselves, but then yep. we did two with Melissa. Yep. And she sat in with us, and she actually got me and Brad to almost stop swearing and use words like poop. 
<laughs> well, I did that the first couple times I was yeah. on. I had that that <laughs> the dad language. I said, "Poop!" Yeah. And you two idiots laughed at me. I was like, "What?" Yeah, and but Melissa made us do that. <laughs> she did. and it was fantastic. She also held her own on the group episode. No, it was real did. easy for her because she's not a demonstrative personality. For her to come into a room full of seven people when we did that episode, yeah. I, I felt she held her own by calling you a shit fountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sausage-producing shit fountain. That you are. That you are. So, yeah, kudos to my wife for calling you out on your clearly biggest flaw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Deceased. Yep. Yeah. All the bands. You know, all the bands. I mean, just everybody. One Slack Mind, One Rich. Slack Rich mind. was going to do an audio bit for us, and he didn't get a yeah. chance to. He's got some stuff going on. But, Rich, we love you. Thank you, buddy. Uh, King, thank you. Thank you. And Joey B, since we're in that area of the country, yeah. those bands are from Virginia, and so is Joey B. Yep. Go see him. Go, yeah. Yeah. Joey, Joey, go see Deceased, go see deceased. in one slack month. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying Joey's going to be working, and, and three bands going to walk in and be like, we're here for Joey B. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, he's at a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah. <laughs> in Honduras. In, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey at the Honduras Ramada. Yep. <laughs> By the airport. <laughs> you know, I I want to thank everybody, and I hope I didn't miss anybody. But well, there's one more kid. You're not accepting an award. No, take it easy. I'd like no, to thank just, God. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, no, the saying, Almighty. I'm not saying that. I just want to. We've had a lot of these people that uh, have reached out to us, and it, you know, and that have been consistent. There's people that have reached out to us, yeah. but these are people that consistently do that. We pay attention. Uh, Wayne. Yes, I'd like to thank Wayne. Another one of our big supporters. Another yeah. big supporter of us. Um, but I mean, I don't want to leave people out. You know, that's what I'm saying. Well, they also know we're stupid. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I don't think there's any surprises. Yeah. Here. We set the bar low enough to not offend anyone by yeah. forgetting them. And since we're on the topic of stupid, one last glass in the middle. Um, Mike, thank you for 68.5 yeah. episodes of Magic. <laughs> yeah. There yep. was one and a half episodes where you just disappeared halfway through recording. Yes. <laughs> but all in all, Mike, again, we can't thank you enough for being... A part of the first 100. And uh, again, the chair is here. If you want to yeah. come back, the yep. chair is here for you. But I'd also <laughs> like to thank Dave. Why? For coming for coming on and doing it and being good and hanging out with us. Well, you know, it's 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 a, a lot of fun for me. And I'll, I, before I'll, I'll come back to that, I'll circle back. But I want to say that it, my some of my wife's favorite episodes were when Mike was on. Yep. When he was like on his game. And she's like, he brought a good... A certain level of like white trash that I enjoyed. <laughs> I think we all missed that. Yeah, right, but no, Mike. Mike brought that like genuine reaction. Didn't think about it. Like it was just him. Yeah. And when he was on, he was on. I think it was, it was some of the better episodes. And and the show wouldn't be the show if he hadn't been a part of it. No. Exactly. And he's he can be a part of it whenever he wants. I think Brad's yep. made that apparent. Yes. And and you know, for me, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed being able to come on and do this stuff. And personally, just thank like. Thank Rayanne because every Friday night she's wrangling anywhere between one and three kids by herself. Yep. And she made that happen. You lose them that regularly? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mentioned, I, you know, I, I told you guys originally I could come every other week, and that was because I get my older two on every other weekend. So I, I didn't want to lose time with them. Realistically, she said, hey, what are you going to miss? You're leaving and, at 7 o'clock. They're going to bed at 8 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. And, and so she said, I got this. And, and she, she's done that and allowed me to come here and, and have have this be a big part of my life every week. So so she's been a big part of that. My kids, too, who are 
the older ones, the baby's like, yeah, fuck, whatever, you can leave. Yeah. But the older two are like, they asked me about the show. Yeah. Hey, you They've know, done you clips for it. Yeah, right? So, so it's been, I, I really- Fuck your kids. Yeah. Hey, shout out to your kids. <laughs> 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 No. I suppose we should thank him too. Yeah, right? Yeah. right, EJ. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was just my personal thing. I, I thank you guys for welcoming me, my wife for making it possible, my kids for being cool with me doing this stuff. So, uh, besides that, yeah. Shout out to my family. Fuck my family. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, EJ, someone we shouldn't forget. Yeah, he came on the show. Not. Was a, a part of it. So, um, but yeah, that was it for me. I don't know if you guys have any other. Special EJ's going to be the biggest comic we get until we nail Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yep. Once we book him, I don't know, EJ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, brother. All right. Um, I think we're at a point here. Yeah. Let's Clean do a little, it up a bit. Let's do a little housekeeping. All right. Um, swag is swag. You know where to get it. I want you to go and catch us on Twitter at NTS underscore podcast, on Facebook at NTS no underscore podcast, and on Instagram where we, we've been really active lately. Craig had some poetry last night from Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking. It was fucking epic. <laughs> when do they know you not to be? All right. Yep. Point taken. Yep. <laughs> Everything spelled correctly. Craig's drunk. Yep. <laughs> And it's just because he dropped the alphabet suit. Yeah. <laughs> Shit happens. Uh, and then, yeah, on Instagram at Needless to Say Podcast, all one word, all lowercase, all really horrible to look at. But we're there. And uh, there'll probably be another video tonight. So check it out. Um, other than that, boys, I got nothing to do except toast you guys in the middle. I know this whole episode has been one big self-congratulatory, yes. masturbatory thing. But you know what? I feel like we've earned it. It yeah. hasn't been easy. It hasn't always been good. No. But it's always been us, and it's always been real. Yeah. So with that, cheers in the middle. Cheers in the middle. And I think it's only fitting that for something to last this long and to be this good, it it needs a solid foundation. And the two of you guys have been here since EP1. So I'd like to throw it to you guys to take us out of episode 100 and bring us into the next. Needless to say, we said it.